For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode of the Nate Land Podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money, Solo Stove, AG1, and Aurora Frames. Aura Frames. Aura Frames. A-U-R-A-A. A-U-R-A Frames. Aura. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. Hello, uh, folks. Hey, Bear. Uh, I was going to say it. Give him a second, Brian. Let him. Why did you think in. I wasn't going to say it? Because you always, yeah, because you always start with that. Oh, you uh, gave him oh, I, I was going. I was going to do it after. I would have done it. Hello, yeah. folks, and hey, Bear. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. Yeah, I was going to say it after the Aurora, uh, and then <laughs> and so then, but I was going to say it after. All right. So I would have got it in there. I apologize. Uh, yeah, we're off to the races. Really jump the gun. Hey man, everybody's getting involved. You know? <laughs> well, I, I figure everybody else was saying a thing. Yeah. I might as well, well jump we're in here. here too, everybody, you know, I mean? you know who's here? Bates. All right. Aaron Weber, Dusty Slay. All right. Uh, <laughs> People don't like me doing that. Do they not? Nah. They're real mad hey. about it, huh? Yeah. Trying to steal Dusty's essence. Yeah. Stolen valor by, uh, by doing yeah. that. Stolen valor. Yeah. yeah, you got to get your own thing. Yeah. 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 We're having a good time. <laughs> well, the two of you have de facto copyrighted so many things on stage that I, I there's I, I, there's so few things I can do now. Yeah, I can't put my hand behind my back. Oh, Everybody thinks I'm ripping you. off Nate. No, you haven't copyrighted anything. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about them too. Too. No, like, wow, no, no. Yeah. Talking about Nate like, and Dusty. Right, thank you so much. Well, I get told every day you're ripping off Brian Bates on yeah. stage. <laughs> I inv- everybody knows I invented waving. And saying we're having a good time. And we're having a good time is is a more common phrase than people realize. It Sometimes really you want to say that. I know. And they think I'm ripping you off. It is fun that people think I inv- I invented saying that. And they that. think Nate invented putting his hand behind his I back. I did invent it. Yeah. Feels good. I was the first to ever do it. Yeah. Uh, Shane puts his hand behind his back, too. Shane Gillis. I haven't noticed that. Yeah. He will, too. I think he said he, he was told me he think it's because I did it, but it was. But you just end up seeing something that's you know that you just do. I don't think it matters if you have your yeah, hand. That's why back, I do like this whatever. completely the opposite. Yeah, he puts it low behind his back. I'm up high and <laughs> yeah. in the front. Yeah, completely out. What does that leave me to do? <laughs> you got to come in the middle. <laughs> you got to do something about right here. You got to do this. Mm. Yeah, just leave the hand right there. <laughs> yeah. That's one way to do it. Well, it's uh, yeah, I did it. I think I did it to keep my hands out of my pockets or my out of my front pocket, and that's what it started from. 
And then why do you not want it in the pockets? You just didn't like the look of that. Or the uh, feel I'm not of saying it? it'll be in the pockets. Like if I have a hoodie on stage, I can put it in the pockets. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've been thinking a little bit more about how you stand on stage recently. Like just you know, have it. My, I you know, I want. I tend to want to put my this hand in my pocket. I want to put this hand somewhere. Mm-hmm. So then that I just went behind my back, and you know, and even that last special, it's like the the jeans I had, the pockets were sold sewed shut. <laughs> really they're fake yeah. pockets yeah and i didn't realize yeah because i didn't realize sh- that they did that and then <laughs> like i mean in in the special i just go and i hit my hand on it and i go oh, she sold those pockets up. <laughs> i was told that uh, jeff <laughs> allen once uh sewed the sewed shut his coat ja- uh pockets on his coat jacket because he didn't want to put his hands yeah. in there so he sewed it shut yeah i like to just move my hands all around in a real distracting manner that's what I. Well, like it depends on how you're. Yeah, it, it it depends on like what you know where you what's going on where you're standing. Like you know, when I was in the round on the last one, it's like I'm moving a lot more, so it just feels you know it feels better. I like to do everything that they tell you not to do as a comedian. Yeah, like Ralphie May would say, "Don't wear a hat, don't have glasses, don't have a beard or long hair." Yeah, that's what he said. I think so. I didn't hear it. People tell me he said it. Don't have a hat. Don't wear glasses. Don't have a beard. Yeah. Well, or long hair. Everybody has a beard now. Yeah. Well, he said there's all kinds of studies that show that your trustworthiness increases the less distractions there are in your face. That's why politicians typically don't have beards, is that you tend to trust somebody more who just has yeah. a clear I face. I see that. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's your, your, well, well, you're selling, yeah, you're selling something different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> untrustworthiness uh, yeah you yeah. don't know how this show's gonna go yeah buy a ticket hopefully it goes well yeah they don't know if you take all that off when you get home yeah good yeah. yeah yeah that's what i'd like to do one day when i do shave and cut my hair i'd like to do a show and then just kind of take it off mid-stage mid-show just go you know what? i'm tired of wearing this yeah that'd be hilarious pull it off yeah. pull off a whole mask and i'd be brian bates <laughs> that's what we should do yeah, <laughs> and then you go oh that's why he's doing it yeah yeah he's getting jealous of his own creation yeah i mean the very first comment on here is basically kind of what we're talking about which we'll yeah. get to but yeah <clears throat> uh well glad everybody's here i went to the national comedy center in jamestown new york this weekend because uh, we were in cleveland erie pennsylvania wonderful times there uh and this national this this uh center is awesome. It's awesome. It's uh it's really, you know, you can do a lot of stuff. And they just have so much stuff like interactive there that you can go do and learn about comedy and learn about, you know, TV shows and they have uh, they have TV shows, they have movies. You can you can do who's on first. You were, I was able to f- film a video i think i might have had it i, I don't I, maybe i could show it but it's like i just stand i, I sit there and it with you know they take your picture and then you it's like ai like you just it looks like you're standing with you know uh abbott and costello you're which oh, one's that's abbott, awesome the big the big guys who yeah but are i don't remember which one's which i don't know but the tall one's abbott yeah okay costello so you're costello and then you just read the lines oh, but awesome. i mean it looks like you're you if you're just faces in there. It's oh, that's crazy. fun. Yeah, and so it was. 
yeah, it was it was just really cool, cool experience. Do they have a Hall of Fame? Is it like a you can get inducted into this? No, this that thing was the best too. The you you can get on stage. I have we have some video of all this, but you can get on stage and like I did a Seinfeld joke, and so they. You, I did the hollow his Halloween joke, you know, about trick or treating. What do you, you know, kids? You first time you hear about it, mm-hmm. you know, it's your like what? Who's giving brain candy? Yeah, who's giving money? Everyone's giving candy. Uh, so then you go on stage with a microphone that works, and then they it's like karaoke but stand up. Oh, that's so cool. then it's going like, all right, here's and it, it lights and shows you when to say it and stuff, and you and then so people can go in there and just try to be like try to tell one of the jokes and it was i mean it was super cool uh that that was very cool and then they have they have carolines on broadway in new york they have the they have the backdrop of carolines oh yeah and the wall so if you carolines like did y'all you did carolines i did y'all didn't did you ever go in there or anything it's an iconic backdrop though yes I i can see it yeah yeah and it's it's the see if you can pull it up. Yeah. I saw a photo of all you guys with it behind you, and I thought, how did y'all? I didn't realize that's where that was. Where was the photo? Oh, Michael Clay yeah. posted it. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna have you can just do the Carolines. I'm, oh yeah, just yeah. to see what it looks like. Well, that's the logo right there. But, yeah, because uh, they would have just got it because the Carolines Carolines shut down, and um, that club just it was it was. Yeah, that back. I mean, it's crazy, man. It's really, really crazy when you see it. And like, I was, I didn't know they had that. And so it's me, Vecchione, uh, Lachlan Patterson was with us, who's uh, uh, very, very funny, great, great, great dude, great comedian. And uh, Lock, but Lachlan, was, he's did Carolines, but he was in LA. So, but me, Julian, McCullough, Mike Vecchione, Gary Veter. And so we all turned the corner. We all were started there. So none of us know that this is in there. Yeah. And I don't, they, I don't think, you know, it's not like they knew that they, but they didn't, no one really thought of it. And we just turned a corner and it's like the four of us are like, oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Like we stood against that wall for years, years. When I was staying in line and we spent the night for last comic standing once. Stayed out all night, spent the night, go down there, get told no, leave. So, I mean, just <laughs> yeah. the, the the contest, the like the they had the March Madness contest. Julian won the first one the first year. I won the second year. Uh, I think you hosted v, it v, one year. I hosted it one year. Veter won it. I think one year. Mike Vecchione came in second place. We brought up that up quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> in the Jerry Seinfeld comedian. It's it's yeah. I would have liked to have done that. Club. Oh yeah, there I never is. even went. It's well, you can go stand there and like, cause you, you, you would, if you leaned against the wall, you could put your hand, like guys would grab, you'd always like grab the kind of back of the wall. There's like a place where there's a hole cause the wall's white. I mean, I was really like, the, they had the, they had bar stools in there from there. They had a, like, it's just. Oh, so it's yeah. the real background. They it's, didn't just create it. No, no, it. They, they gave they it to it. them. Oh, that's awesome. Cause Caroline's closed, which was just. Why did they close? I don't know. I mean, it's just, you know, New York and I think it's just, is in Times Square. I mean, it's the craziest spot for a club to be in. Yeah. Uh, and then New York's just become so, Times Square specifically probably is insane to try. It's a ping pong place now. 
Oh, okay. So they do ping. You can do. You can play ping pong down there. Oh, that's fun. And they just get my whole my whole <laughs> upbringing. <laughs> you just walk down there, and they're like, "What's up, ping pong?" Yeah, it's sad. And you're like, All right. I saw you open for Bruce Bruce there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You say Bruce Bruce. I emphasize the wrong Bruce. Bruce Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Bruce, that's Bruce. the first Bruce. Bruce Bruce. There you go. That's Bruce, they, Bruce. Yeah, that told that story. Right? They they um, called his name. I was in the green room and uh, I was hosting, sold out, and I met him. I met him briefly, very nice. And then you know I was a new comic, so I was just staying out of the way. And so then I do it, and then they go, uh, or maybe I featured. So then Mark Theobald might have hosted, and then Mark, you know, goes give it up for Bruce Bruce. And I've never seen this. He doesn't like I'm I'm standing against the back wall, and he's not coming out of the green room. Yeah, and I'm like. I'm like, I don't know if he know, And I almost, and thankfully, I did not. Yeah. But I almost was about to be a joke. As we know, they called your name name. In the, but, <laughs> I wish you would have done yeah, that. Yeah, it fun. But I thought, like, I thought maybe he didn't hear it. And then it's like, no, there's music playing. He's letting he the walk, music get to a point. And yeah, then yes. he walks out. And it's a whole, and you're like, okay. I believe he had a guy in front of him and behind him. Yeah, security. <laughs> that he was bigger than. Yeah. Uh, I opened for Dominique one time and she would do that. I would announce her name and uh, my wife said that she saw Dominique, like Dominique, like was in the back of the room, like poured something in her drink, <laughs> mixed it up, mm. took her to, I had no idea. I'm like, Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just standing there. I'm like, what's going on here? And then she eventually makes her way to the stage. Yeah. She's very funny too. Bruce Bruce was one of my favorites. So he's very yeah. funny. Yeah. Very funny. I mean, would destroy. Well, yeah. That's when, I mean, I would learn a lot during that stuff is because you learn that it's a show and that's what it is. Like it's the, the that little extra buildup, that little extra everything is part of the whole experience. Yeah. And so you're just, you know, and then seeing him walk out to music and then he sings the last song, the crowd sings the song <laughs> and you're like, yeah, dude, it's, it's a pretty special thing. Like, you know, and you're like, and then when you see it, you're back there like, oh, that was awesome. Like, yeah. oh, okay. I used to just watch him on Comic View all the time, and uh, and then I when he came to Zany's when I first moved here, I went and saw him at Zany's, and it was like, man, he just murders. He I kills mean, so is, hard. Yeah, it is wild. When I hosted for him. I could feel the I could feel the room vibrating on my feet from the green room. Yeah, he was killing that hard. Yeah. I remember the feature, his feature. Uh, I brought her on stage, and then she walks out there and she goes, uh uh-uh. uh, she goes, uh uh-uh. uh, I came all the way from Cleveland. That's how you're gonna bring me out. What we're going to do is a redo. Aaron, get back out here. So uh, I come back out yeah, to reintroduce her, and the crowd's like going nuts. So I like give her a super over the top intro, and then she comes back out. And I was, I was just started. So I was like, God, did I mess this up? Yeah. I was thinking that the whole show. And then she comes back. She's like, Nah, I do that every show. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, let me know next time. Yeah. So yeah. I don't feel bad about myself the whole time. But man, this. Did she do it again in the other show? Yeah, all yeah. six shows that weekend. So we you did. would then start playing into it? Yes, I like, would give her a, a, a purposefully bad intro yeah. the first time because I knew I would have to do it again. Yeah. You're a great guy for that, though, because you can turn it up. If yeah. that's yeah. me, I'm like, oh, I don't know how to bring you <laughs> up a still, different way. I, would, I mean, young, I would have... I would have been, it would have been, I'd been like, I, you know, it, I, I would have went back out and been like, this is the energy I have. Yeah. This is so all I got. I yeah. don't know what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be tough. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It'd be like, well, I wasn't really prepped that we'd be doing two intros oh, here. dude, by the end of it, I was, Huntsville, Alabama, <laughs> oh, yeah. well, see, are you ready? Yeah, see, you're the perfect spray. guy for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That worked out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, talking about murder, like, it's like, that's what's so wonderful about comedies. Like, just in a room and just people not being able to breathe because they're yeah. laughing so, like there yeah. is no there I, there really isn't i don't think there's anything better than that because it's the most honest you know they don't want to be doing that that's what i like about it mm -hmm. i mean they want to laugh but when you can really get the crowd going you're you is you're they're they're past the point of going like i don't want to be it's, laughing it's an involuntary reflex yeah 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 yeah. That Aaron sent me some video. It's a lady and she's going out and she's like pulling drinks out of her shirt and she's yeah. got a glass That's in from there. Def Jam, yeah. And it is like <laughs> uh, it is I've never seen people laugh so hard in my life. Yeah. Like how would you even follow your own uh opening joke? You yeah. gotta do a setup for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. It's tough to go from that and be like, well, I was in the Home Depot the other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to start with whatever you start with is like got to be your, you got to kind of ride that through. Yeah. And make sure you're able to sustain that. Yeah. Short sets, you could do it. Long sets are a little bit. You got to do but, an hour after yeah. that. Yeah. I think we've all seen comics, though, that have hit a prop on them the whole set. And at the very end, they pull it out. And you're oh, like, yeah. you, were, you hit that the whole time. Oh, yeah. That was not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chris Killian, you know, that we all oh, know, yeah. he famously had a closer where he would pull a rose out uh, of his pants at the end of the show <laughs> that he had had in there the whole show. I mean, I've worked the road with Chris all over the place. That would murder for him yeah. every time. I mean, he might not even have the best set the whole time, yeah. but at the it end, it didn't matter because the end, end yeah. would murder yeah. i mean he had a little dance that he did and it was like every time i mean i watched these uh hotel conference room comedy shows we would do and i mean it would just he would just He'd bring I mean, a guy on stage and dance around him. yeah 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 he i worked with him too yeah yeah it would destroy john chris tells a story i don't think he'd buy me saying this but chris kelly had opened for him once buried him just with that closer buried oh yeah him so hard and there was no green room. So John went to the bathroom and he, he sat in the bathroom after the show just so he wouldn't have to see people. And just one by one, he'd hear people walk in and go, man, that last guy stuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's in the stall. Yeah. Hear him yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. I mean, that that closer that he had, I mean, it was a killer. The Yeah. So the Comedy Center is Jamestown, New York is where Lucio Ball is from. And uh, it, it was very, it's very new. It's five, uh, or, you know, it's like five years, I think. I, they had the Lucille Ball County Festival. I was, I did their first one, 2011, or when they, it was the 100 year, Lucille Ball would have been 100 years old when I did it. Uh, and so, because uh, they were going to make a thing about her there. And then she's like, well, you should make it about all of comedy. And so it's, you know, there's Carl Reiner stuff. They have, uh, Mel Brooks, they have a lot, like a lot of that stuff. They have some Seinfeld stuff, but I mean, the fact that how much they show a stand up, it's really, I mean, really, really interactive, like re just some fun little things. And they have, they have like a blue room downstairs, which I thought was kind of cool. It's like, you know, cause you, you want families in there and stuff, but 
you know, the art to the dirty joke. They have, you know, you got to, you're, if you're not old enough, your wristband, you use a wristband to open the thing. Your wristband wouldn't open the door. So if a kid tried to go down there alone, oh, okay. a parent can take a kid down there. Yeah. But it's like, but then once you go down there, it's, it's its own like kind of thing with, you know, more George Carl and stuff and the roast and all that kind of. Oh yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Uh, but George Carlin's scroll of, uh, euphemisms here. That's really yeah. cool. Well, they, you know, the cool thing too was like they, for, for us comedians, I'd imagine for, you know, I'm not sure everybody, but I could, you could see the notes of like Dangerfield, like one of his like notes and set lists. Wow. That's awesome. And so you're seeing them that you're like, oh, they wrote their, like, you know, I write a set list out. They also write a set list out. And so they wrote, you know, uh, he wrote, you know, uh, Hey, uh, how's everybody doing? And he parentheses two times so say it twice like wow. that that exact wow which i never did that but it's you know how you doing how you doing but his 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 act when you see it now you're like yeah it's a rhythm based mm -hmm. so it's kind of like i bet that gets him those first he probably needs those two lines to get into his rhythm and you get into his rhythm is what yeah. i would imagine and that's why you're like go up there say it uh, how you doing folks how you doing folks the other day, you know, and then you're just, you're into that. And that's like what you got to do to get them in, you know. But it was interesting to see yeah. Carlin's, he had some set, some of his sets there. And it's just, you know, these guys wrote all this stuff out. And it's just like, you know, in your head, you don't know what they were doing back then. But it's like, no, they were, they were prepared. They were. Any of your stuff in there? No. I have a video. I was in a couple of video interviews. We always think I did about an interview for them. They have one of your puka shell necklaces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I left my yeah. We think about I these left guys. I the hat on accident, and I was like, I'll just see what happens. Yeah. I just yeah, walked yeah. out. I go, oh, drop my hat. Hope I hope it's hanging up in there somewhere. Yeah. They mail it to you. Yeah, you left <laughs> your hat here. Yeah, I go. Yeah, y'all could have kept it. Like, a, this is a hat Nate wore when he came to visit, and they're like, what? Yeah, it's not, no one wants that. I, I I think I I could I'll probably give them stuff if they we see I didn't have anything in there I don't have anything in there it, it's it's all the guys that have been around for a long time mm -hmm. but yeah I mean you would definitely eventually if hopefully if it continues mm -hmm. give them stuff It'd yeah. be a lot of you know Seinfeld I mean it's very very cool like you know stand up that's why when the interview I talked like it's stand up is becoming its own thing. It's a, a much more mainstream thing than it ever has been. So something like this is people are going to want to go see it and they're going to want to go, you know, and see, you know, and, and actually get to see how hard, you know, not to ever act like we do something hard, but how in exact comedy can be. James Gregory always said that there's more people that do brain surgery than do stand up comedy mm -hmm. for a living. And I don't know if that's true, but uh, sounds good. It may be. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. I'll yeah. counter with that. There are way more bad comedians than there are bad brain surgeons. I had to say, I, I've seen a lot more. Yeah, yeah. well, because anybody can be a bad comedian. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, yeah. I think that's what it is. He's he's saying like that. Do this well, professionally. Right. More more brain surgeons to do it professionally. There's like a l level, and it's the amount of years where someone has to be. And that is a special. Yeah. That's like to. A to bad really, brain surgeon kills somebody. Yeah. You can't just 
there's not like open mic brain surgery, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think when you're on the show, show up, you're on go the up. Show. Yeah. yeah. You don't, yeah. you don't just update your Facebook profile to be a brain surgeon. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That would be, yeah. I don't think, I think you go from nothing to Madison Square Garden and brain surgery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no build up, you know, not even a radio city in the middle. Nothing. Yeah. They go, they let you give it a go on Bates. They go. <laughs> When he's when he's uh, ninety four, they go. All right, we got a guy. That's, he's like, I'll do it. I'll let you mess around in there. The open mic of the open mic. Yeah. yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they have. You know, maybe there's. There's some... just a guy, John Smith, brain surgeon Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't even done surgery yet. Are you calling yourself a brain surgeon? <laughs> it's yeah. The, maybe their people are hard up for brain surgery. They're like, I'll let anybody. Try. When you go do the five dollar haircuts, yes, it's maybe they do that. Maybe you go. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a go. Five dollar brain surgery. Yeah, you know, it might be worth it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just for the practice. That's right. Uh, where you go? Do you remember what you were going to say? Or well, I was going to say about you know you're talking about set list of uh, of people doing. It. It's like you always think of these people as like legends and and you know like Rodney Dangerfield, but it's like at some point. You know, they were real nervous about doing a comedy show. They were like, you know, he has these famous Johnny Carson things where he's sitting on there and it's like, but probably, you know, that was worked out a bit and probably uh, Rodney Dangerfield was nervous doing that. Now we watch it and we go, this guy's amazing. And he is, but he was probably nervous before he went out there. Oh, yeah. You know? And he said, uh, no respect. And it's probably because he probably was not getting a lot of respect (laughs) for a long time. Well, he wasn't. I mean, he was 50. Right? Yeah. So, he was on up there. Yeah. Yeah. That's his hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, I, I love like Rodney Jelly Dangerfield. Roll, like, give me a yeah. break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 39? Yeah. <laughs> Jelly Roll, you got it too quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Where were you at? I was in Little Rock, Arkansas uh, at the Studio Theater Saturday night. Great show. A lot of folks came out. Somebody brought me. I meant to bring it to you. I forgot a Ziploc bag of leaves to give you. Oh, yeah. So that's what people are bringing now. (laughs) Come on now. Leaves. (laughs) Get me the leaves. He's like, I brought you something. I'm all excited. What's it going to be? It's just a bag of leaves for you. Maybe it's a new merch for you. Yeah. Sell Dusty's leaves after the show. Or maybe a a currency. You can uh, pay for things with leaves. Oh. Are you still needing more? Well, I don't don't need any more, but I'll take them. Okay. People want to put their address. They live in Nashville and they want to put their address down. I'll come pick them up. <laughs> I mean, you might have too many people trying to get. Yeah. How many leaves can you have? Well, you know, when you mulch them down, if you run over them with a lawnmower, they really kind of go down to nothing. So yeah. you can use a lot. And I have nine acres out in McMinnville that I can spread leaves out on. I'm all about it. I would like this to get to a point where it's a problem. Yeah. Though, where you yeah. have too many leaves. Yeah. yeah. You, I, one day in this podcast, we go, all right, dead serious, everybody. <laughs> I can take no more leaves. <laughs> I go, I don't know how to else to say this, but yeah. we're good on leaves. <laughs> I have had more success in the neighborhood, though. People are uh, giving me the leaves. Word's getting out. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm not, um, I'm not being a, you know, like my neighbor next to me, let me rake his leaves. The one that, didn't want you to? No, no, a different different guy. Yeah. And then uh, my other neighbor, he said That's I was- how nice is that? He let you rake his leaves. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. I mean, actually, he had really nice and you, grass. And he had you tell him, th- and you had to say thank you. Well, he said thank you to me too, but I yeah. uh, I was thankful that he gave me the leaves. And so you're going to put them on nine acres. Well, How often do you got to do this? 
well, you know, they only come in the fall. So, you know, I just thought I got a lot out there. It's like, you know, in Tennessee, we got a lot of hard clay, right? So it's not good for planting things. You got to, if you can build up a little topsoil, that helps. So that's what the leaves do. They break down over time. So what do you think in 2064, you're made of flower? No, I think in a year (laughs) you can, you know, you can do it. You can get a a good layer going. Now, what's in your backyard in Hermitage? What is what is that you want it to be? Wildfire? Fire, yeah, flowers? I got, yeah, clover, wildflowers. I want it to be real uh, bee friendly, uh, rabbit friendly. So you won't be mowing it at all? Well, I got, I'm going to do like the back half, a lot of wildflowers, you know. So the front, I do want some lawn for my daughter to be able to run around and play mm-hmm. in. But uh-huh. uh, she gets just a little, you think the rabbits get more than her? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they could share some, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. My daughter likes that too, though, because we get butterflies and we got bees yeah. and we got, uh, you know, she likes the rabbits. She chases the rabbits around. We got birds. I mean, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a good time out there. Tell I'm going to try to put up the bat house tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot for the neighborhood. Yeah. I've decided against. Because I feel like in a neighborhood, you're like, I hope we don't have bats. And they're like, <laughs> we got one guy that wants the bats to yeah. come. He's well, building them a home. Well, you know, people spray for mosquitoes. They spend yeah. all this money on pesticides for mosquitoes, and bats will just eat them. Yeah. And they can give you rabies and do other stuff. Yeah, but yeah. how often do you really hear about someone getting bit by a bat? I don't think people are, because they're not attracting them to their home. I was going to say, I don't hear about people building houses for yeah. them in their backyard that often. Yeah, there are, though. Okay. Have you, think, who's, 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 have you seen someone have a bad house? Well, my sister has one at her house. <laughs> yes, yes. As we go down this one branch of tree yeah. of the Dusty Slay family, <laughs> yeah. you go. But I'm also, you know, I'm not talking to a lot of people about it yet. So word's getting out. I'm yeah. sure people will message and let us know they have bad houses. Okay. Does your HOA know about this? No, but I mean, they're allowing chickens and stuff like that. It's like, if you're going to allow that, you got to let me have bats. Yeah. I <laughs> We should go to this HOA meeting and you, the chicken and the, everybody's got to vote. One of them's got to go. Yeah. And then you got to make your case for the bat. Well, I, de- I decided against the owl house in the neighborhood because I was told they will kill chickens. So I didn't want to kill mm-hmm. the neighbor's chickens. Mm-hmm. Even though I would really love to have some owls. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Owls would, they get mosquitoes too? No, they'll kill rodents and stuff. Oh. So, so you could have both. Yeah, that's how big I, is this house? It's not very big, you know. Oh, like, and then the the bat it's like house, a bird box. Yeah, but like a slightly bigger bird box. Yes, yeah. and then the bat house is a real thin thing. Yeah, you know, and I don't have the because they say in a neighborhood you're probably not going to attract a whole family of bats. So they got like what they call kind of a bachelor bat house, where just some random bats can live, but not a whole family. So. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. You're getting the worst bats. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting the ne'er do wells of the bat <laughs> yeah, world. Yeah. Yeah. They can't yeah. They can't even stick with the family. <laughs> yeah. I think it's gonna be great. If it if it ends up being bad, I mean I'll retract my statement. Yeah. I hope and you don't you get, get rid of the bat. Yeah. Yeah. I'll come in here and I'll go, I was wrong. Yeah. No, you won't because you'll be dead. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if the yeah, if the bat kills me, yeah. you're only be able to do this podcast at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe I get superpowers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be something, huh? Yeah. Well, anyway, I was in Little Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aaron? I was uh, across the border, man. I was in Edmonton, Alberta. Oh, I was in yeah. Canada all weekend. 
very fun. I did five shows at the comic strip. They were all, four of them were great. And, uh, man, a lot of people came out. It was like, it was exciting to, uh, to be in another country doing comedy. I was at that mall for four days and I was going a little stir crazy by the end there. What happened with the one? Yeah. Oh, the one was just okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. You went to meet. I did go to meet and yeah. other people recommended meat too. Yeah. And meat yeah. was pretty good. It was great. Wasn't it? Yeah, did you yeah. do the thing that I was saying with the, the pickle and the mustard and the meat on each bite? Oh yeah. They had all that set out yeah. there on the table. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, was, it was a really good. good spot. Edmonton. Uh, I, they make you think everybody's going to be speaking French in Canada. I know that that's the case other places, but Edmonton just felt like, it felt like Iowa. Yeah. No, very yeah. blue well, collar. Yeah. It's Montreal's where they're. Yeah. It's more that side. But when you fly into Edmonton, they're because, doing the because, announcements. Because half the country, or the Montreal, that side, is Quebec. a lot of Quebec. That's right. all French. Speaking. And some people in Alberta speak it, but it's yeah, not, it's I'm a, not running into no. Bilingual country. Everything right. has to be yeah. in French. I was English. saying on stage, they did the announcements in English and French. And I looked around the plane. And I was like, I don't think you need to do. Yeah. You might need to do English twice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't run into it at all. People were great. Thank you to everybody that came. Do one more French. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alberta is a real like ranching uh, part of the country. Like I think they do a lot of, that's where the Coulter Wall is from, that country singer. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I had never heard. The Coulter Wall? No, no. He's just Coulter Wall. The Canadian accent. I'm like an old man with the Facebook. Yeah. The the Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. The Kroger. The Canadian accent's crazy, dude. Like the people that really have it, mm. it's wild. I met a guy from Saskatoon on the elevator. Saskatoon. And I could barely understand what he was saying. He was a yeah. very friendly guy, but I didn't have a clue what he was talking about. Told me his whole life story. But In the elevator? Yeah. He saw I had a bag with a sticker on it. He's like, oh, what, 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 what? I was yeah. like, I, I don't, I don't know, know, dude. I don't speak French. Yeah. You know? But, it's like uh, their version of you has got to talk to his version of you like whatever the it's really the same version of the person right, talking, yeah, but I'm you're sure. like i don't know if this is gonna go good y'all are, y'all might be on the same ideas mm-hmm. yes but yeah your 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 accents are gonna be wait he had a french ch- accent no. no he just had a real thick canadian accent. Oh, okay you see I don't, I don't speak french i was like yeah okay <laughs> i was just saying i didn't understand it i got as you. english i got you but anyway yeah great weekend thank you to everybody that came well, I did. Uh, I did a theater show in Chattanooga at the Walker Theater. Right. Sold out. Was great. Right. Right. A lot of fun. Uh, saw some old friends in Chattanooga. Eric Lones came out and hang out. Uh, yeah. A, a, a host of the Comedy Cat. Eric Lones. Uh, Eric Lones. Yeah. And uh, he came out. And then we. Um, and then I did Bowling Green uh, Theater in Bowling Green. The Sky Pack. Yeah. It was awesome. A lot of fun. They gave me, I got a gift basket from a candle place and I forgot the name of it. And I meant to talk about it. And a guy gave me this hat off his head. Uh, Is that in, Nate on it? Uh, it does look a bit like Nate yeah. on it. I don't think it is though. There's a chance I might have was supposed to get tickets for someone to that show for you. <laughs> okay. Well, in Bowling Green? Yeah, my buddy Patrick. Well, I hope he made it, but uh, I don't know if he did. It was a great show. I did an hour. I don't, well, I don't because I, but I, part of me, I was like, yeah, yeah, let me see. Like, because I've known Patrick for, I'll always get started. And then I, I don't think I've ever got past that point. And now that you're, I just picture Patrick standing outside, <laughs> being like, no, 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 no. I'm friends with Nate. Yeah. 
Well, I did an hour and 25 minutes at that show. Whoa. Wow. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the theater vibe yeah. now. I could yeah. easily be up there for two hours. You let your opener do three minutes? Yeah. I mean, that's where I'm <laughs> That's where I'm at. I want someone to just go out and bring me out. What do you, you want to be out there for two hours? I, I mean, I got, I get into it. I love yeah. it out there. I probably should just, you know, sell enough tickets to do two shows and that would satisfy <laughs> it. But uh, yeah. yeah, it feels good. I mean, I'm out there. Yeah. What do you have? Just one ho- one opener? Yeah. Yeah. In Chattanooga, I got my my old friend from Charleston, Vince Faber, to come and uh, do a set too. And uh, that was fun. Yeah. Do a, you know, have a buddy that kind of started comedy with me, but he doesn't really do comedy a ton now. Yeah. He's getting back into it, but like he started comedy with me where we would work these uh, road shows where no one would show up and then we would split the money. Yeah. And now he's opening for me at a yeah. sold out theater show. Yeah. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. You get to show yeah. him how much better you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's that awesome for? Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, we know who for. That's yeah. awesome for me, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. I was thinking about him while I was saying it, but I guess it is just awesome for me. Yeah. 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 You yeah. gave him no money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey. You ain't split but- tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, he might need to know about rocket money. I think you might need to. Our subscriptions draining your wallet. Boy, I tell you, they're draining mine. The average person has around 12 paid subscriptions, which is 12 too many, if you ask me. And they might not even remember subscribing to half of those. If you have no idea just how much money you're spending each month, you need rocket money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. No more long hold times, annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. They can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you got to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. We've been using Rocket Money for a long time. They really are Awesome. With over 5 million users and counting, Rocket Money has helped save its customers an average of $720 a year wow. and $1 billion in total savings so far. Wow. Like you're an idiot for not using this. Yeah, Stop true. wasting money on things you can't and don't use. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Nate. That's rocketmoney.com slash Nate. One more time, rocketmoney.com slash Nate. I uh, wanted to say, though, at the Bowling Green show, we had a driver. Still doing time. We had a, I know, I can't stop. <laughs> yeah. We had a uh, driver pick us up from the hotel and take us to the venue, and she was driving pretty wild. Yeah. And we, me and Alec Parent, uh, the guy opening for me, we both got a little car sick uh, on the way. I mean, I get vertigo and stuff now. I'm like, I, I, I could never do an amusement park. I'd, it, but he got real sick. And like, so he was supposed to do 25. He ended up doing 15. And he was like, I could see him on stage. He put his coat on. I mean, he was struggling. He was like, he's a pretty uh, high energy guy. And he was real low energy. He was trying. He was fumbling on his jokes. And he would look over at me and make eye contact. And I'd just be dying back there. (laughs) I mean, I loved it. And uh, yeah, he was struggling. How long was the drive? Eight minutes. And it did did you that? I mean, I got a little, I was like, oh gosh, what's going on yeah. here? And then, but I was fine. Were you sitting in the front? Uh, yeah. Well, that the front, that, 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 yeah. that, the front helps a lot. I mean, I'm always a little sick in my stomach. But if you're in the uh, back, you can really get hit with some cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you were, that makes sense because you were in the front. Yeah. But it's, I would think 
He jumped out of the car. He goes, was that driving insane or what? And the woman's still standing right there. And I was like, oh, well, maybe we'll get inside. Yeah. I'm like a maniac. Yeah. Well, she's probably was nervous because you jumped up front. Yeah, uh, yeah that's true. You yeah. Go, yeah. Just, I mean, the whole thing was that was a, probably not a great vibe. Yeah. I'm sure everybody was happy to get out of that car. Uh, <laughs> this week, sorry, your comments. Uh, Dallas Owen. I spit out my coffee when Nate said breakfast looks like the character in a video game before you pick anything. <laughs> if Bates is the character before you pick anything, then Dusty is the character after you pick one of everything. That is <laughs> well, very that true. Is you get all the accessories. <laughs> yeah. Great yeah, point. True. Great point. Uh, Mac McNaughton. Mac Matt. Man, that those, that that's Mac. a lot. Yeah. Matt McNaughton. That's a lot of stuff. Matt Matt McNaughton is a... That's a yeah. mouthful in itself. If it was Matt Naughton, it'd be easy. Yeah. It's Matt McNaughton. So you got to be, I bet he's been a lot of time in school where they go, Matt. Mc... <laughs> and he just has to go here. They go, All right, it's fine. He's here. We had a cat run away once. A year later, someone put a missing cat poster up on our complex bulletin board. It was a picture of our cat. Someone else wants our cat too. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. I think you just gotta kind of let it go. Yeah, You're like ah, yeah. oh, I get it. That cat's free. It just wants to be on the run. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bad house. Yeah, cats wouldn't really. They don't go in families either. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you could put up a wild cat house. Just see what comes. I have trouble picturing your neighborhood. In my head, I I picture my neighborhood when I lived in Hermitage, but it was a cul-de-sac. It was, you know. Yeah, I'm in a cul-de-sac too. Yeah. Side, no sidewalk in my okay. cul-de-sac. Yeah. Okay. That's all I needed to know. The sidewalk ends that's before all. you, mm-hmm. there is a sidewalk in the neighborhood, but it ends before you that's get to our all, cul-de-sac. That, that says a lot. <laughs> We're a tight cul-de-sac though. We're all buddies down there. No, yeah. no. I, yeah. I'm not, I, yeah. but I'm just saying the vibe of cul-de-sac that with the loud chickens and bat houses and all the stuff yeah. you got going on. Uh, we don't encourage walkers down there. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't, yeah, in my head, you're, I'm picturing, you know, a sidewalk neighborhood. Yeah. And, but then what you're saying, I'm like, God, that just feels weird to fit in that sidewalk. But when you say there's no sidewalk, it's like right. kind of like, don't, you know. I try to give people a dirty look when I know they don't live in the cul-de-sac, but yet they're driving down there. Mm-hmm. I try to give them a dirty look, like, what are you doing down here? <laughs> well, they're probably trying to see the wildlife yeah. Yeah. going on. Yeah. About their kids. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I still do it though. Yeah. You're like the burbs. Yeah. That movie. I go, what's going you on? Guess which part you are. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick McCormick. Aaron shouldn't worry about the awkward Brad Paisley meeting. Who meets someone and ask, and what do you like to do? It's like asking, how have you been this year? How have you been this year is kind of a good question. Really. Yeah, I mean, it's I, more of an honest question of when you see, you know, the casual acquaintance you see, you go, "How's the year been going?" Oh, it's going great, man. Yeah, it actually would feel that actually, yeah, it actually might be a nice thing to say to people because you got to be like, "Well, everybody's busy." You go, "How's your year going so far?" Year's going great. You know, it's better than how's the day. Yeah, who cares about the day? The day's it's nothing. Like, nothing. Yeah. How's your? This person might have just got me into. Asking people, well, how's your year been going? Which is a much more interesting question. 
Well, he had a lot more that I cut out. I mean, he was saying basically that's a Santa Claus question. Like, how have you been this year? How's your little brother? It, oh, okay. Yes, but which the, I get that. I like idea the idea of you walking to a gas station with a cashier goes, how you doing? You go, how's your year been? <laughs> that's funny to me. But I do like it. But I mean, I, I think just for your acquaintances yeah. that you yeah. are seeing would be a good Like thing. if you see a comic at the airport or something. Yeah. You go, how's but, the year been? How's your year been? Uh, but it might even be a good question at a gas station like how's your year been going how's your I mean, year been is uh <laughs> rob three times is, is a good question in like march but in november that's a weird question might be tough yeah how's your year been you mean the whole thing yeah well well yeah then it's a then it's a better question i think because now you have more to reflect yeah on. you then go you know not been bad i go uh the beginning of the year is still slow summer yeah. we you know i went on a trip in summer so that was nice and yeah. got christmas and then you're like all right you kind of almost can capture that person and okay. who they are yeah now if you catch the wrong person it's like it's been <laughs> tough you know how's your year been going but they tend to like to tell you too yeah they'll yeah. find a way to squeeze yeah they, they yeah they they want to just say it they want to go how's your year been they're like i've been waiting for this yeah i've been walking around basically wanting people to ask me this As you get you get a with that just saying that if the person can answer it i it would probably take a long time to get people used to that question but if someone's like, how are your years, you know, someone's like, how's my year been going? Yeah, it'd be insane. You'd be like, you know, did was a Bridgestone this year, yeah. SNL. It's been it's been yeah. just wild. And they go, man, that's yeah, it's crazy. Uh yeah, you're the wrong person to ask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll really bring people I'll tell down. You. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think it really it's a question that would catch people off guard. People are ready. A lot of people are ready for a small talk answer with how's your day going? Mm -hmm. Maybe even how's your week. Mm -hmm. But how's a yeah. year going? People are like, well, I do think it's let's you, up it. How's your decade been? <laughs> yeah. How's it how's how's your family? Well, you mean, how's your family been? Has would be yeah. a year to five right. year question. Right. Yeah. If you came up and asked someone that, how's your family been? That might be a 20 year if you see someone of a 20 year reunion, mm -hmm. how's your family been? That's that's a giant yeah. question. Go right into talk to me about the development of your family. Yeah. Go for a question like that. <laughs> that's, that's a crazy way to word it. Yeah. Tell me about the development of your family, dude. Yeah. They leave because I don't think Dusty knows what a family is. <laughs> He's trying to get answers. He goes, what is a family to you? Do you remember when I um, was thinking about awkward encounters with celebrities? I've had many. Yeah. When I met the, the Titan guy who lived in my building. Yeah. And... So you can only imagine how this goes. A guy who asked for an autograph of another high school student. Right. There was a Titan. His name was Richard Matthews. And he uh, came to the Titans. He lived in my building. I met him when he was moving in. And they were showing him around. It was in my mail room. And I got a little too excited. And I was asking him a lot of questions. He's being very friendly at first. <laughs> and then I kept going a little too deep. So I was like, uh, cool, cool, cool. You know, and I was telling I was like, well, what unit do you live in? And he got real quiet real quick and i could realize i realized like he didn't want to tell me yeah so then i try to help him out and i'm like uh you, you don't know yet he's like nah i don't, I don't know yet which yeah. is ridiculous you just gave him an out yeah answer mm. but uh to me it's like if you lived in an hoa and you're in the hoa office and somebody new moves in you might ask what house is yours so to me it was the same thing but yeah but a house is more committed where an apartment is more i don't you, you, people are coming and going Mm -hmm. I mean, people could live there for six months, especially even a football player could mm -hmm. live there for a month. Yeah. Especially the day you move in. Yeah. <laughs> what unit? I'll help you. Yeah. How soon did he move out, Brian? Well, pretty soon. <laughs> but 
I doubled down because he lived one floor below me, and oh, he found out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, so I was. You go. Covering. I'll just look into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was always around. So then one day I'm downstairs, and it's early morning, and just happened. PK Subban walks out. Now PK Subban played for the Predators, one of the more famous hockey players yeah. in HL, and he's got a fur coat on, a big hat, and he comes out, and I'm like PK, and I'm like, hey, could I get a selfie with you? And he was very nice. And why, I don't know why I said this, because he was coming out of Richard's floor. I said, were you visiting Richard? I don't know why I said that. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't even answer. He just ignored the question. <laughs> but it was the dumbest thing for me to say. <laughs> yeah. This was before he had a family. That's why he – this is why the family has really helped Bates out. I don't think I've you had any sense there. But. I don't think it's as bad. It's like, you, you know, you had, you had a lot of free time. Yeah. <laughs> and so – you see PK, you're like, hey, I've been outside 12 times hoping to see somebody. <laughs> That's how you recover yeah. now. You go, oh, I have a family. Yeah. You go, you're visiting Richard, and he looks at you weird. You go, I have a family. I have, yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> well, now you don't, with a family, you're not as like, you, you just got, you know, you got your family to think about. You I don't know. Your life and family to think about. Brian says he's had plenty since. Well, I mean, when one of my biggest pet peeves is when people go up to famous people or comics and say, you don't remember when we met? You don't yeah, know me? Yeah, I hate yeah. that. When Kevin Nealon was on this podcast before we started, I kind of did that to him. He sat down. Now, Kevin and I have worked together twice. I thought he would remember me. <laughs> he did not. And then I thought, oh, he's going to feel he's going to remember it eventually. So I'll just go ahead and tell him. So yeah. I was like, oh, we worked together. And then he's like, well, oh, we did. And he's like, well, how? How we and I said well, through through your wife, which is such a weird thing to say. Yeah. And I met his wife because she was in the green room at Zanies, and she was on Parks and Recreation. And I remembered her. He's like, "How do you know Susan?" I was like, "From Parks and Recreation," which sounds like <laughs> that's not a good. Yeah. Like you don't hear that. Oh, from TV, <coughs> from a poster on my wall. <laughs> well, I thought it sounded like I worked on Parks and Rec or something, and he thought, "Oh no," and uh, I don't think he took that. A, yeah. <laughs> no, what he? That's what he think Kevin even thought. Because, man, Nate's got some kind of staff down there. This guy left Parks and Rec to go host a podcast. Because <laughs> what kind of what kind of podcast is this? Maybe that's why Kevin did it. Maybe he regrets doing it now because he's like, I thought you guys were the guy. Well, Hopefully, he's not listening to this episode. And it's yeah, ruining it for I, him. I, I didn't know I was being the showrunner for Parks and Rec. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we got him down here. I just kept digging deeper into yeah, it. Yeah, like, what hotel are you staying at? <laughs> what hotel room? You and Nate hanging out later? Where y'all going? Imagine you go, oh, no, from Parks and Rec. And you're like, oh, I get it. I did not work on that show. It's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> then he's going to be like, oh, yeah. I, I didn't think you did. I didn't think you did. I thought you were asking generally the way you're asking, which is the wrong way to ask. Yeah. The Parks and Rec. That's funny. Well, anyway, it just I kept digging myself in a deeper hole. So, there you go. So, don't feel bad about Brad Paisley. Yeah, they always say, whenever you think about your own awkward moments, try to think about somebody else's awkward moments. And it's pretty hard to do. Do you know what you, I mean? You just think of me? It helps. No, I don't, I don't even... I yeah. can't remember. I mean, the stories you tell are funny, but I can't think of anybody else's weird, awkward moments. You know? Mm. Just something to think about. Brian Dorfman, I saw him chastise a comic in the Greenies, Zany's Green Room for doing that. It wasn't me, but... Uh, uh, Kirk Herb Street came in the green room, and the guy was kind of like, "You don't, you don't remember like where we met?" Yeah. And Kirk's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I, I don't." And then when Kirk Herb Street left, 
Dorfman said, don't ever do that. I mean, this guy sees a million people. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, it's such a weird thing to do. It's like, really, yeah. you, you do meet a bunch of people. I yeah. remember a lot of people, but it, sometimes, yeah, you don't. And it's oh, like, it's, yeah. I mean, you might see people a few times a year and you could, and then be like, it's just not, because it's out of the context. Because you see them, that's the thing with, we're seeing them in so many different places. Yeah. That's why it's so hard to remember. I remember I went to the place, but it's like, oh, we met, we went out to eat after, and you're like, I went out to eat every city in America this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I mean, maybe I, like, I mean, odds are, like, I'm saying you won't, but it could be as big as that, where you're like, no, we hung out, and you're like, you know, it's like, I, not that you're trying not to, but you're like, I don't know, you know, you just, you're thinking of, I mean, I forget my whole, I thought this weekend, I, I don't know my, I, I don't think I could do Hel the Hello World special right now. I was like thinking about it. If I had to go do that, if he was like, go repeat that. I don't, I don't know if I could. Yeah. My brain is so into this new hour that I would, I'm like, I don't think I could even start. I don't, couldn't do the Shields joke. I kind of remember the jokes. But it's like, I couldn't do the Shills joke. I don't think I could do, I wouldn't remember, any, I, I, even the Christian parents. Like, if I got the rhythm started, it would take, I could get it probably quicker, but I have to really go work at it. Somebody yelled out a joke to me in Bowling Green, one of my older jokes that I don't do at all anymore. And I was like, and I was like, oh, I'd like to do this joke for them. But it took me a minute. I went through other jokes while trying to think of how this joke went. And I did get it, and I did mm -hmm. it, but it took me a minute. It's like I don't just know all the jokes. So that's how you get into an hour twenty-five. Yeah. We take a request. <laughs> there you go. I, I did do that one joke. Yeah, I yeah. mean that, that joke was like that was joke was like a minute. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, I'm ready. <laughs> I got lots of jokes. I mean, it's like yeah. I, I don't know. I love I, a theater world is fairly new to me, and I'm uh, soaking it up. I'm Enjoying into it. it. Yeah, I'm it's into fun. it. Yeah. I had a real e uh, ego check this weekend. I have a long bit about beef jerky yeah. that i've been doing for a while and to this guy sitting in the front row at the show i looked during my set i looked down he's got a huge bag of beef like a huge bag of beef jerky on his table and i was like oh did you bring that for me oh. and he's like what yeah. <laughs> i go you bring it for my beef jerky thing he goes i don't even know who you are yeah. <laughs> he just bought a bunch of beef yeah. I was like, God, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is so cool. This guy brought me beef jerky. Nah, it's just a guy from Canada. Yeah, I'm good, man. <laughs> Did you do how the beef jerky? It went joke? great. I worked it into yeah. the thing. Yeah, 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 it was good. And then he gave me some after. Yeah. It was really good. Just right out of the bag. Right out of the bag. Just yeah. some loose ones. Just yeah, been touched by a bunch of strangers' hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was solid. That's that is uh that describes Canada. I mean Edmonton. Real beef country. Yeah. It's the fact oh, that a yeah. guy that you're the, that comfortable would bring a bag of beef jerky. And, and sitting it on a table. On, you don't have it under your seat. It's beef jerky smells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was like we did. My dad, my, Abigail, they went to my nephew's basketball game. She posted a picture of it. But he's eating a hot tuna sandwich that he made from home. <laughs> In a gym. In a gym. <laughs> And they're just, you just hate my dad's hair is a mess. He's just eating his hot tuna sandwich. And you're like, dad, there's, I mean, everybody got to smell that. The whole gym, the whole gym smells, smells like tuna. Because like, I'm watching my grandson. Can't have a hot tuna sandwich. Can't have a, can't, you, can't just eat a hot tuna sandwich. Like, I mean, 
<laughs> I went with a comic on the road one time, Jim Seward, and he put uh, he had uh, pastrami in a cooler in the car. And every time he would open, I love pastrami, but every time he would open this cooler, it would just fill the car. Yeah, it was making me so sick. I'm like, it's disgusting. <laughs> like of all the meats to put in a cooler, you put pastrami in here. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's what's hard about packing your lunch or packing whatever is because uh it's this smell. Yeah. And it's like when they're like, Oh, you have a cooler and you do it and you're like, I, I don't wanna if I smell it, that means everybody smells it. I don't wanna get used to the smell that I don't even know what's happening. Oh, so yeah. you're just walking around mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't you know, I mean, yeah, they on a plane is like that's I mean, they're Laura will do it, I think, on purpose. Oh, yeah. With me, she'll bring something that I'm like, we, we can't be eating that on this plane. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Charlotte airport has a Popeye's chicken in it, and people buy that and bring it on a plane. And I love fried chicken, but I'm like, it's tough on it's a, a plane. It's a risky move. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, but it's, it's tough to, they just, to put it in there, that's a tough one for people to just yeah. not, I mean, because an air, airport is the only place where you're like, well, I'm going to starve to death. Yeah. So you can make the most excuses. Right. It's the hardest place to stay, eat healthy. I'll eat PF Chang's at seven a.m. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because yeah, you're like, I don't. What am I? What am I going to do? I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And so to have a Popeyes next to it is like, what am I going to do? How do you avoid smelling like smoke? Well, last week, this is very exciting. I'm glad you brought this up, Brian. Uh, last week, the West Coast legend himself, Snoop Dogg, announced that he is done with smoke. It's over. He's eliminating wow. it. Wow. How could that be that the dog father could be going smokeless? <laughs> well, we learned this week, as it turns out, that he is going smokeless, but not in the way you think. He's actually joining forces with our old friends, the makers of the world's most popular smokeless fire pits, Solo Stove, and has even been coined their official smokesperson. Whoa. It wouldn't be Snoop if he didn't drop it like it's hot. <laughs> which is exactly what he's doing with the Snoop Stove, a limited edition bonfire fire pit designed by Snoop himself. Each custom fire pit comes with a going smokeless bucket hat and limited run of stickers. I need to order one before they sell out. Run, don't walk to solostove.com to pick up the limited edition fire pit and join Snoop in going smokeless for good. That's Solo Stove, solostove.com. All right. Drop it well, like a top. That was a fun read. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Thomas Ewers, or did I do Patrick McCormick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thomas Ewers, Ewers, E W E R S. Ewers. Ewers. Uh, <laughs> Dusty, you said you wanted a bat colony to take care of mosquitoes, but your neighbors won't be happy with bats. And if you get tired of them, the cost to relocate is very expensive. How could it be expensive? Hey, just take it down. Yeah. <laughs> you should get peacocks or guinea hens. Ooh. They eat not only mosquitoes, but ticks and other bugs as well. Each year, the peacocks shed their feathers, so you get free peacock feathers, which you're already in the hole buying those. <laughs> so <laughs> guineas offer an excellent security system, as they'll let you know whenever anyone comes in your yard. Well, Thomas, this is great. This seems much easier than bats. Yeah. <laughs> Peacock's pretty fun. Peacock is fun. And who couldn't use some extra peacock feathers? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He yeah. might maybe saying the cost to relocate for you is very expensive. What do you mean? Your, he says your neighbors won't be happy with bats. And if you get tired of them 
The might. cost to relocate is very expensive. If you get tired of your neighbors, the cost uh, for you to relocate is very expensive. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think he's talking about the bats. Well, then what does that mean? Why is that expensive? You just take it down. Maybe because you're, I mean, he's, he might be picturing a bat house like I'm picturing, which is a shed type house that you're, <laughs> yeah. you're I, I picture you trying to get, like an, old, you're like, like an old clock tower. Yeah. Like if, yeah, if you're like, well, I got four bats, I mean, four bats might not, they can't do all the mosquitoes. Yeah, this is a very small house. It's just that like it's like the wood is really close together, and that's what bats like to be able to get in there and hang down. Yeah, but is that many? Do you need a lot of bats to not have mosquitoes? I don't think so. I think a couple of bats could eat a ton of mosquitoes. Yeah. What about spectricide? Well, spe- I just am not really into pesticides these days, you know? Mm-hmm. Forgot where you came from. Right? Yeah, I'm trying mm-hmm. to go pesticide-free. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You give her ticks too and other bugs. I mean, yeah. well, I'm into that. I mean, I, you know, if I had some land, I would be into some peacocks. What's a guinea and some here? Guineas. I, don't, I think it's just a, I think a male peacock. Oh, right. I think it's no. a different kind of species altogether. I mean, no, it's a, it's a yeah. bird, but yeah, I think I've seen guinea hens in people's yards. The we've lost our connection there. I think a hen in itself is a female. Okay. Yeah. All right. Look it up. Glad we got to the bottom of that. Uh, Richard McElroy. McElroy. Brian should consider apologizing for saying Coco the gorilla killed her pet kitten. The truth (laughs) is it escaped from Coco's cage and was run over by a car. Wow. (laughs) When it was signed to Coco that her kitten had died, Coco signed bad, sad, bad, and frown, cry, frown, sad, trouble. Coco was also heard later making sounds similar to human weeping. Brian. Wow. Wow. You should apologize. For I that. hope no one says that you said that to Coco. Well, I did. I got it wrong. I got Coco mixed up with another ape that killed their pet. So <laughs> I do want to apologize. Coco's no longer with us. So I want to post if Coco's family's listening, I want to apologize to them or anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Coco's immediate family that heard me say that. I apologize. Maybe but, don't sign it to Coco that the cat died. Yeah. And Coco Wait, doesn't. Uh, yeah. Why even yeah. tell them? Yeah. Yeah. You ever see a video of Robin Williams doing comedy? To Coco, mm-hmm. he's killing to another species. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, Bill he's Burr kind of, has a special. He's like tickling it funny, yeah. and the, he's like laughing. I mean, that's yeah. that's impressive. Bill Burr has a special where he talks about this, and I think it's called Justice for Coco or something like that. Oh, okay. Robin Williams was very hairy. I think so. Oh. He could be part gorilla, Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> a very hairy guy. Saying <laughs> right. so that's why he connected with. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this whole comment was just making fun of the dad. <laughs> Coco and Robin Williams. He pulled him in here somehow. <laughs> Taylor Collins. I used to babysit for my cousin and my aunt had an African gray parrot. It was very smart and would make the sound of the phone ringing and then shout at my cousin's voice and say, Mom, phone. Oh, gosh. What yeah. a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Good job reading that comment. Yeah. Yeah. That was stuff. solid, dude. I mean, you emphasized it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the mom phone. Yeah. SNL, the acting really paid off. Yeah. The acting coming out. Yeah. It's coming out. Uh, Annie Halcom. I love that Dusty brought up his future worms on the pets episode. I'm not allowed pets in my apartment, but I'm dreaming of setting up worms outside this spring for food, composting. As a newcomer to the pod, this felt like a sign I'm in the right place here. Yeah, you're being into some more other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the right place. I mean, keep listening to the things I say and then get into that stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to go. I've not set up the worm farm yet, but the I do have the tub now, so it's it's the on tub. its way. 
Where's the tub? Tubs in McMinnville. It's it's uh, unloaded. Yeah, it's unloaded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I unloaded a cast iron tub out of the back of my truck yeah. by myself. Wow. I've been working out. Yeah. What do you do? You ever sit at home? You ever had? You feel like you got a lot going on? Yeah, we're moving around a lot. I mean, yeah. we like to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed from listening to your podcast and just your special, you you go to Michael's a lot. Still very funny that you have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I like to talk. You know, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a talker. It just goes. Everybody go check the podcast. <laughs> what's the other one? Michael's and what's the other one that you got kicked out of? Uh, Joe. Well, I didn't get kicked out. Joanne's Fabrics. Joanne's Fabrics, yeah. And you're always looking for picture frames or fabric. Yeah. I mean, picture frames. Too. Well, you know, I like to frame stuff and sometimes yeah. I have deals, buy one, get one free. But yeah. they also... They don't make it very clear yeah. what the deal is. So often I take the frames to the counter and I go, I just want to make sure these are on the buy one, get one free list. And they're, and, and, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know they are, yeah. but I don't want you ringing them up and not being. They go, oh, well, not these. Yeah. And I'm like, well, well not <laughs> these. Why you got signs all over the whole area? Yeah. I mean, it's like, be specific about it. I walked out. I, wa- I just walk out. I leave them. picture yeah. frames. I leave them with the frames. Yeah. <laughs> I go, well, all right, then get your signs right. What do you think is going to happen? Like, let's say you get super famous. Everybody knows you. Do you think you ever just stop it or you just, this is what they get? Like, you ever- Well, I hope that, you know, they'll just remember that I did this when I wasn't famous. Yeah. You know, and don't. And how you and, have it changed. And don't make it like a fame <laughs> thing. It's like, no, I've always been difficult in a retail store. Man, fame's gone his head. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. <laughs> Your biggest defender. Nah, he's always been difficult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any kind of store, he's a, you don't yeah. want, you don't want that guy in the store famous or yeah. not famous. Exactly. Yeah. He tipped yeah. badly when he didn't have money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've been in. Too, I worked in retail stores too much. You know, I've been. I know how the employees are in there mm-hmm. from working side by side with them. It's like don't, don't play these games with me. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Ish Mendoza. Ish Mendoza. Seems like it's gonna be a hard name. Uh, not not as bad as a good one. Yeah. Ish Mendoza. Brand Muffin said Chowchilla <laughs> instead of Chinchilla. Chowchilla is a small farm in California town about 40 minutes north of Fren- Fresno. Messed up Fresno. Yeah, I meant to say Chinchilla. Chinchilla. Chowchilla, I do know. My grandmother lived there for a couple of years when she was little. Wow. What? You believe that? I That's don't believe crazy. That. When? This is like the 19 teens. Oh, I thought it was like 1850. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that She far, was one of the yeah. first people out there. Yeah. She went up for the, for the gold oh, rush. Yeah. It's the gold. <laughs> oh. Chowchilla has a very f- famous thing happen. Well, I don't know how famous, but. Uh, a school bus of kids got kidnapped and held hostage, and the hostage takers buried them alive in a rock quarry. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it got darker as it went. But they all they all survived. <laughs> oh, oh, god. Yeah. oh, oh god. Bad, bad news, Bates well, coming it alive. Up, it ends up well. So in Livemore, California. Well, that's where they got buried, but they're from Chowchilla. Look at that. Look at that. It's got all the 1976 Chowchilla kidnapping. To, for ransom money, and they were asking for ransom money, and then the kids—they spent sixteen hours underground. That's brutal. And you're—you told it like it was a positive day. <laughs> well, well, it ended up good. Yeah, it that is was forty-seven years ago. So these kids are probably about—are they your age, maybe, or how old were they? I don't know how old they were. Five think- to twenty-six children, five to fourteen. 
So 47 years ago, some of the, so some people in that bus are your age. Mm-hmm. So we could be looking at a Chowchilla victim right here. <laughs> yeah. Has your grandmother not moved? Yeah, as your grandmother yeah. not moved, you would be, this is the exact age you would have hit it dead on. Mm. You would be Chowchilla. I'd be a hero. You think yeah. those kids got their parents to drive them to school after that? Or I they think, were still yeah. like, I, I I wish I could take you, but I still have to work. It'd be like you trying to get an apartment, you're George Costanza versus the Andrew Doria survivor, but you're trying to get it from one of them. They're like, well, we were underground for 16 hours. How many people go underground on a normal bus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many hours on a regular bus are you underground? 30, 40? Come on. All three people who did this have been paroled. They're all out walking free. Wow. As of last year. Yeah. Wow. So they're still out there. Well, at least they're reformed. That's what you hope people understand. <laughs> Younger people, and they, they, you know, do crazy things. Those guys were in prison 47 years of their life. Yeah. You go in, they are in, and, the, and they obviously had to be older. It was you, the you, quarry's owner's son and two of his friends. So it was like younger kids that did this. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they were in their 20s. It's too bad yeah. for the kids. I mean, the, the, the dad... Uh, yeah, but it's like he drug his kids along. Man, yeah. And they were like, all right, well, dad says we should do this, so let's do it. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's, you know, you, you really honestly, you hope kids, like, I don't think kids think of stuff, you know, where you're like, man, your whole life, those kids go in at 20 and they're not out till they're 67, 70 years old. Jeez. Yeah, it's real. Your sad. whole life is, mm-hmm. and then you just, and you get out at the end just to be like, Here's the end of yeah. it. Yeah, and you yeah. get go to prison in 1976, and then you come out now. Like the world is pretty, completely changed. Yeah, yeah, You're in a oh. different place. <laughs> you won't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're getting a senior citizen discount. Well, yeah. Shoney's is not even around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Finally, you go. You know what I look forward to? Going to Shoney's. Yeah. He goes. I, I hope they're around. What are you out of your mind? That was the pop in this place. <laughs> like you could never imagine that they yeah. would go into the ground. Yeah, you think at this point it's only better. Imagine what yeah. you thought the breakfast buffet would be. Yeah, yeah. there's a couple still left. Yeah, man. Like, Shoney's was Shoney's was nice. It's a oh, great yeah. name. Yeah, that one with Dawson Pike still there, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. It's Shoney's was like Very, a we yeah, didn't we is. didn't get to go much, but man, when we it was like it would be a big deal. Yeah, like if it was like you gotta go to Shoney's, you'd want to go every week. Oh but, yeah, you know, get a big like, boy. That was called the was, burger was called the big boy, the wasn't big it? Big boy. Oh, maybe I always got the kids' fish and chips. I went as a kid. Yeah. And just stayed the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh who's that, Aaron? This is the the victory parade for the survivors. No, maybe trap them on a float for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the kids don't look yeah. pumped about it. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Can we walk around a little bit? <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, stay on the flood. Don't get off the flood. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, we're just kind of kind of antsy <laughs> that's wild yeah that is crazy uh chad matt mangum 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 chad mangum mangum like dad gum yeah, mangum yeah. chad mangum mangum i love the ongoing debate of who would blend into which sport and i would be interested to circle back to aaron being a long snapper you can fine-tune the snap to be quick and accurate but what about punt coverage? The average punt travels 45 yards, and the snapper is the first guy down the f- middle of the field. Can Aaron make the tackle or at least force the returner to go wide? No, I don't think I'd succeed at that part of it. 
I have a hard time thinking you're going to still be the first person down the field. Yeah. You might be the first guy that can run, but you ain't. I don't I'll think, get a head start on everybody, but I'm not I, getting I, down there. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to, it's going to be, golly, that long snapper barely makes it 10 yards. What I took it as if you saw me standing on the sideline. Yeah. In pads. And somebody said that's the long snapper. That's that's the closest chance I got to blending in. That's yeah, but you got saying. to go play. See, that's what I I'm think. Saying. I'm on a really good team. We don't punt that often. The debate, thing, yeah, is the debate who would look best in the uniform. No, or? no, I think it's you got to play. Yeah, see, right. that's what I think. I love, dude. I love this idea, and I've thought about it a lot. And so I, I want to see. Maybe one day we can do something like it's. Uh, but it's. Like I'll, to shoot shoot something or because I I do I think it's very fun. I'll do the swim. I'd like to train a little bit, but I also if I do the swim and get embarrassed by other swimmers, I need Brian to be out on a professional soccer field. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'd have to. It, it'd be very fun. We could try to shoot it where it's like you have a camera that's you know like a kind of a far view camera. Yeah. Swimming would be easy. We get everybody's a professional swimmer, and then you know. And yeah. you, maybe you have to put your hair up in that thing so mm -hmm. no one could tell your hair. Yeah. I mean, I'm we're, fine losing. We're speedo. I'm fine. Well, uh, I'm fine losing. I mean, well, that's how they're going to pick. Yeah. If you go, if everybody's wearing the proper thing. <laughs> one guy's in a t-shirt. Yeah. There, <laughs> but I'm fine losing and swimming. Yeah, if, no, thank uh, you. I brought my own shorts. <laughs> Cut off jeans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> as long as I get to see Brian on a professional soccer field. Yeah, yeah you would. I mean, then we'd, we'd have Brian go play like probably you know whatever level soccer would agree to do this wouldn't it be amazing if he were really great though like if this whole thing came down to brian is actually a great soccer player i mean yeah it'd be amazing if there was <laughs> peace in the world <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about <laughs> yeah. you saw him going down the stairs i don't know what you think he's gonna surprise you out on the field <laughs> well again i never claimed to be a great soccer player uh, yeah i just say i can walk around out there but i think yeah i think he would a ref is what you a ref well, you sure would yeah. be nfl ref for sure anything NFL is a long way to run. You might do good, even NBA. Umpire, just stand down the right field line. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, right. yeah. Baseball. <laughs> Someone heard us talking about it. It's like baseball would be a good one because you you know you can just you know baseball it'd be go stand out in right field. Uh, I mean, it's I mean, that like, was my whole life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Go, <laughs> go stand out in right go, field. Right? You go do. Just you're, keep it going. Your cutoff man's ten feet from you. Yeah, <laughs> because that's how close he's got to get. There's two cutoff yeah, men. Yeah. He goes. I need. I gotta run. I need to run up. He goes. Throw it to the cutoff. Boy, I can't get to the. Cutoff. I throw goes, it to yeah. the center fielder. Yeah. <laughs> Here, you throw it in. You, yeah, you throw it to a man in the stands, and yeah. he throws it. To the, to some, hey, could you <laughs> throw this in for yeah. me? Uh. Mike Evans, pet slash house sitting is a major part of the traveling plan for my wife and me. We use a couple of websites like trustedhousesitters.com that connect pet owners to willing and vetted caregivers. The exchange is the opportunity to visit a location and stay in a home and a neighborhood while caring for the homeowner's home and our pets. Believe it or not, our most recent travel took us to Nashville for our very first time. We got to be a part of new material Monday at Zany's and heard Dusty and Aaron. 
All right. All right. That's awesome. That's they, the show I'm thinking of. That was a hot show. They too. didn't say whether or not they enjoyed it. Yeah, they didn't comment on the show at all. Yeah, yeah. they did see This it. could have been an angry, the beginning of an angry email. Yeah. You know, I signed up for this when I first quit my job. I signed up for Trusted House Sitters to go to different cities. I don't think I ever actually did it, but. I thought you would switch departments with someone. I did that too a yeah. few times, but I also signed up for this. You helped me take a picture. I didn't have a dog, and they wanted photos of you with pets. So yeah. Annie yeah. was over your house, and I yeah. squatted you did down a photo next shoot with Nate's dog. With Nate's dog yeah. and Annie, and Nate took the picture for the website. It's crazy you didn't get it. Wow, funny, uh, funny. The name is Trusted House Sitters, and your whole thing is based on a lie. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I didn't get it. They yeah. can see wow. through me. Yeah, that is true. These guys might be good. Yeah. They might be real good. Yeah. Uh, Shelby <laughs> Parker, Aaron, an octopus is also my least favorite animal. They creep me out so much, and I can't even watch them on TV. You perfectly described the reasons that they're the worst. That got me wondering, what is everyone's least favorite animal? Uh, I don't like snakes. I mean, I guess that's a popular one, but. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't either. But the, the snake doesn't have near human intelligence. You know, that, yeah, that's I, the creepy part yeah. of this for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I guess I don't think of creepy with an octopus because it's like anything underwater, you're like, they don't feel gross to me or something. Like, oh, really? Stay out of the water. Yeah. They don't feel, yeah. I mean, they could scare me, but I get the idea. You could talk, I could see how that's like not, yeah, that's. Well, I reacted to when somebody had an octopus in their house. That's what I'm saying. So, like an octopus, they don't. I'm not frightened day to day by octopi <laughs> okay. because they're in the ocean. Yeah, you know. Somebody recommended a documentary. A couple of people did that you should watch. I think it was called Mr. Octopus or something. My, my octopus teacher, or whatever. That's that. It, that's yeah, it. that creeped me out, dude. Oh, it didn't work. Okay, I yeah. checked that. Oh. I checked that out. No, no. See, this is creepy to me too. I mm. I never really thought about that with octopus, but that's pretty creepy. The octopus teachers is dude that just like f- f- swam around and fell. Love with an octopus. In oh, the ocean. okay. No, I don't like that. Nah, that's what the movie's about. It's the whole you developed a relationship with an. People octopus. will be marrying octopus. Yeah, it's getting us close <laughs> to that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's getting close to that. Is it? I don't think it's like a romantic love, but he, but just they just become infatuated with each other. What is? It? Sounds is like it romantic a, to me. I think it was nominated for an Oscar. I mean, really? it was a very well received documentary. Mm. Oh, it's a real thing. Oh yeah, my that octopus teacher. Well, I'm ready for you to pay me my 20 bucks here soon. Well, I mean, that's coming. People said it already happened. A year yeah, spent by I filmmaker Craig Foster for forging a relationship with a wild common octopus in a South African kelp forest. It won the award for best documentary at the 93rd Academy Awards. Mm. So it was a it was a big deal. But it's uh, I turned it off about halfway through. I couldn't handle it. I didn't like it. I think I would agree. Why? With because of the octopus? It, the whole thing just creeped me out and was weird. And, um, yeah, once you learn how smart they think are, that, what if she was, every time she went there, it was a different octopus and she never knew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how I mean. do you really know? Yeah. They it, say octopus can. How does she know which one? Pregnant itself. They just go to the same spot. Well, they have distinct markings and it would right? be in the same spot. And Probably. it, it got to a point where it would come up, it would come up to him. Oh, is a guy. And, and just let it follow it around. And it, like where? Like in the ocean? It says the he'd walk yeah. around in the ocean and it would it would in South Africa yeah, yeah. snorkel down with it yeah hey, just hang out with it yeah spend time with it it's like its friend it became friends with it mm-hmm. so that the, would make me want to watch it more than what you you described it as like he fell in love with a he did 
But I mean, it's like his buddy, like a, the way you but love said, a dog. I said it wasn't a, it's not a romantic thing. Yeah. But, but, I, but it was like, more. it's more than a dog though. It's different. Yeah. It's different because this thing's, because it's smart. Watch this hug? after show. Yeah, but he loves it like a dog. Watch what? This after Shawshank. I'll do this first. <laughs> what, what, dude, what cherry? This would go. Really, it would really upset me if you watched this before you watched the Shawshank Redemption, dude. What do you, do you think that Octopus has seen Shawshank? Has <laughs> <laughs> it, it already together. watched? It? I mean, it's already won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They watched. That's it more than Shawshank won. Yeah, they didn't yeah. win an Oscar. No, because they were. It was the toughest year ever to be nominated because Forrest Gump just won everything. Oh, but I thought it, I thought Shawshank was the best movie ever. Shawshank was a flop at the box office. It oh. didn't make money at the time. It, it picked up steam later. Ted Turner bought it and he put it on TNT forever. And then DVD sales came out and it made a lot of money after the fact. Yeah, well, kind of bombed that. at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible was... name. It's a tough yeah. name. If, if they should redo it, they they should name it something else. Well, I don't know. Now I think it's a great name because it's the most. You recognize, but it if so you know much. nothing about it and you just see Shawshank Redemption, that's, that's what not... probably that's what's kept me. Then maybe I would agree to if I saw it. What's kept me from watching is I just picture some whole heavy it sounds pretentious. Thing, like yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does sound pretentious. Yeah. but that's it's cool. it's great. Uh, Brooklyn Stabel Stable Stable. I bet Stable because there's an I. Yeah, Stable, but an I after the B. Stabile. I bet there's something. You're doing a little something at the end. Stabile. Yeah, I don't think you're just going stable. I think you're doing a little something at the end. I think you get to the B and you're like, you better. <laughs> yeah. Buckle up. Strap yeah. 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 Hold yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn Stabile. Stabile. Bile. My mom is majorly depressed. Oh, boy. And <laughs> Strap it. My mom is majorly depressed and needed to get out and be around others, so I invited her to join me on my six-hour drive. I put on the podcast, and she said that she had never watched any of Nate's stand-up. We proceeded to watch every special we could find for the remainder of the trip, and the Nate Melody made the time go by faster and had her crying with laughter. She, had, she said she hasn't laughed like that in a long time, and I think it was really healing. Well, that's wow. the best. Wow. That's wonderful. That's Thank great. you, Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, I love, yeah. I mean, man, hearing people laugh, it's, 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 it's a re very rewarding thing to hear. I can tell you that it's, it really does mean, it means a lot in hearing stuff like that. Cause it's, uh, that's, that's why what, you do it. That's why you do it. And you really do. And you really do do it for that. And that's what I've enjoyed with as you know, doing stand up is like, you're just like, Cause you can just, I mean, man, when you're just hearing people going, you're like, it's, 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 you know, you just feel it's really, you know, it feels, it's great. It's, it, it, and it, and it fuels us to be, to keep yeah, for wanting sure. to get back. Cause you're like, I just want to keep, you know, giving. Yeah. And I think if you laugh a lot, if you're around people that make you laugh, you can really take for granted that some people aren't in those environments where yeah. they're not laughing a lot. So yeah. really, they really do need a comedy show. Yeah. And they really get to like go, man. That was, you know, feel re hopefully feel re the relief yeah. and the happiness, and you know, just can move forward. All right, Dustin, you want to tell us about AG One? I sure do. If you are a big Nate Land fan, you know that we've been drinking AG One for a couple of years. 
we all started drinking AG1 daily and really feel like we're doing something good to cover all our nutritional bases. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. I replaced my multivitamin with AG1 because it's much easier to mix one scoop of powder in water once a day than to remember to take a bunch of different things. It takes under a minute and costs less than $3 a day and it tastes great. Since we travel so often, we use single-serving travel packs so we never have to miss a day when we are on the road. You can get monthly, free monthly delivery to make it even easier. It is a lot to take a bunch of different things. Mm. <laughs> AG1 is the supplement we trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner of Nate Land for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash Nate. That's drink ag1.com slash Nate. Check it out. It is a lot. It, when Aaron laughs, it seems like I'm not serious, right. but it is a lot to take a bunch of different things. But mm-hmm. well, you can just mix it up and drink it mm-hmm. and get your DK, get your D3K2 supplements. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. This week, um, it's Thanksgiving week. Sure is. We're all going to be with family, different places. I thought it was a good time to talk about bathrooms. Oh, man. Most important it room seems, in the house. Yeah. It seems what? Uh, yeah. This is, I mean, I didn't never, this is the first I'm hearing about this one. <laughs> you didn't know that's what we were doing? No. I think, yeah. Uh, I don't know how far I would have made it if I would have known. <laughs> well, you know, it's a it's know. important topic. And uh, bathrooms are called different <laughs> things in, in, different parts of the world it's uh-huh. relatable because you know we all use it that's right unless you yeah. live in an area where they don't have them <laughs> but you still use the bathroom you do i'm guessing if that's the case you're not listening to this podcast that's probably true yeah well yesterday was world toilet day oh okay and that's to bring attention that much of the world still doesn't have access right to, right to that. and what those people want most is for us to know about it. Yeah, just dive into the history <laughs> yeah, of it. They're like, sure. they're like, yeah, we don't have it, but we're still not going to have it, but it's good if you know that we don't have it. Yeah. What is the world uh, toilet day, though? It's because how many people don't have toilets? I know other com- other countries and stuff, and they do it. But then you also want to go, why can't we get them toilets? Yeah. Well, like, I think I'm it's not Derek- the actual toilet, but maybe the piping and all yeah. the... I mean, Derek and them, they go over there and they do a lot of stuff and build these communities up. Right now, but, there are 3.5 billion people still living without safe toilets. 419 million people still practice what's a safe open toilet, defecation. Though? One of my toilets in I've my used house some is unsafe not, toilets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what is World this? Toilet Day is about accelerating change by doing whatever you can. Take action today and share the campaign with your, with your, with your people. I guess oh. it's just it's just raising awareness. Uh, Break taboos. Talk about the critical connection between toilets, water, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah, it's uh you know those toilet taboos. Yeah. 
<laughs> I understand. Like, uh, I just think how you can't have. How could you? If like, what is the plan? Well, for one, let's stop putting wa- uh, food waste, oils, medicines, and chemicals down our toilets. Well, that's true. Yeah, we got to stop doing that, right? Compost. Yeah, make you gotta your, get into compost. It's, it's about being the change. That's right. And yeah, I can see that, but it's like, but I thought the big thing was like, let's let's talk about. I could see if it's World Toilet Day, and it's like, hey, here's how you do toilet, but like they want you to give money, and I just don't. It's like I, I'm just saying, like, how's it going to get to the toilets? But well, it's got to work its way I down. Buy, if I give this thing money, the people running am the I organization buying a toilet, for sure going to get themselves. Can I the buy five toilets and be like, and they're going to just knock on the door and bring a person to the toilet? No, I don't think that's what this charity does. Yeah. I don't know if this is. I mean, there's not even a place to donate on here. I think they just really just want oh, us to Oh, I know. thought it said give money. But well, just like to your on your own, do whatever. Make your commitment and be the change. Yeah, I bet that, that's where you give the money. I think oh, yeah, yeah. They they disguise the word donate. Yeah. yeah it's probably a monthly thing. You don't yeah. you don't just give one time. You got to sign up. And this yeah. is the unwater.org. Is it United Nations? Yeah. Uh, it would be boy. like that's what I'm saying is I would like to if they like it, I think that's what happens is when they're like, well, three and a half billion people don't have toilets. And in our head, you're like, then how come we can't just like, let's go solve that. And I think everybody would be like, yeah, it, but, but I, I just want, how's it just, I want it to be done. Right. So let's, you know, and I understand it might <laughs> I don't want to hear about this next year. But, <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, but honestly, yeah. if you go, yeah. let's get it done. Like, yeah. let's go. Okay. Let's, that's the giant thing. Then let's, what do we got to do? Yeah, if they laid out the plan, they were like, yeah. all right, in this area, all we need is this much money and we can get it built. Then we could all donate to there. Yeah. And then we'll say, all right, is it done? And then if it's done, then you can go, all right, well, let's start doing this everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I am shocked to hear it's that many do. people. I think they've made great strides over the last few decades and getting people access to. I mean, I don't, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, last year was $3.7 billion. Now it's $3.5 billion. Okay. No, it's made. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying it's such a huge number. Yeah, man. yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's like 3.5 still living without safe toilets, but 419 million still practice going outside. Well, I do. So that. half of those I practice going. I I pee <laughs> yeah. outside three or four times today. Yeah. Though, so that means <laughs> yeah. I mean. Half a billion. It's not that late in the day, does yeah. <laughs> So we're going down. So right now we've already cut it down to three billion because half of them are trying to do it outside. Half, I mean, that's what that says. Yeah. Half of them are like, that's the main thing. This is where we do it. We do it yeah. outside. Uh-huh. Yeah. Save yourself some water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, yeah. bathrooms. I mean, I don't want people to die. I mean, that, yeah. Right, but right. This is obvious. Kids, yeah. But it's. I don't understand what a safe toilet is. I'd like them to define that a bit better. I think just a toilet. Yeah. Like just running water. It's really a, it's a running water. Yeah. Because you have water, you'd have all this stuff. Which Derek, my all uh, everybody over there, they go and do a lot of this right stuff. So they do you, you and go build up these a lot of mission trips and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's always like that kind of thing where you want to go. And I, I believe they are all doing that kind of stuff. And I have trouble, I guess, with this thing mm-hmm. specifically being like, well, what are you? If you're this big yeah. thing, what are you doing? Probably they're probably very unsanitary. A lot of these non-safe toilets mm-hmm. and disease probably spreads. Um, but bathrooms are more than just toilets. They're showers. They're sinks. Yeah, they're, keep going. Yeah, bath mats. Yeah, yeah, bath mats. Sometimes they'll yeah. have a floor tile in thank there. You, thank you, Dusty. Yeah, uh, they're called different things in different countries. 
Australia. Anybody know what they're called in Australia? A washer and uh, loos. Yeah, uh, the loo. Is it? I was that's, just I water that's, closets. That's England. Well, they're WC you know, they're cut from the same cloth. Okay. Well, they call it a dunny. Mm. A dunny. I haven't heard. I don't. I didn't hear that. They gotta go run to the dunny real quick. <laughs> yeah. According to the internet, in Canada it's a washroom. Yeah. Uh, Japan it's a binjo. Mm. All right. <laughs> Dynamite <laughs> stuff right here, boy. <laughs> We're rolling. Well. <laughs> The average person spends between six and eight times a day in the bathroom. Six and eight times. Yeah. You got to be hydrated out here. You yeah, got to yeah. be drinking the water. I bet so. All together. You think that, no, well. I mean, it's for anything. To go in and like look in the mirror, to go in and brush your teeth. Well, I think it's, you, you're peeing. That feels like a lot of times. If you drink it, if you're properly you hydrated. my age, it seems yeah. low. <laughs> Look, on this podcast, I, I noticed, yeah. like, you guys. Was, Brian would kill for six days. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, sign me up. Where can I've, I get six? I've done that since I've been here. But yeah. on the podcast, you guys rarely drink your whole mug of water. Every time I drink the whole mug of water, I'm Nate done. often brings a refill of water. So I, I bet you're not properly hydrated. I am doing all right. Hydration. How do you know? No, I bet you're not. My water. Oh, I'm doing, I, I actually make an effort to, to do it. How much do you drink? Uh, about a gallon a day. You need a gallon. Yeah. I think it's. How do you, you do it? You have a big thing. I have water bottles, and I drink eight of them. Yeah, you know. And you don't I'm, pee I'm eight times. Mm. No, you drink eight bottles, and you don't pee eight times. Well, I don't know. I don't do it all count. I really don't keep count. Maybe I'll keep count the next. Do you few hold days. it for a long time to sometimes build up. I do. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> well, I don't do it for a reason. Yeah, it's just sometimes you're I, like, I, I want to make sure I only pee four times today. My so own self is young. It. Yeah, doesn't go. How you pee a lot of times, 20 times a day? <laughs> 20, 25. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, dude. No, I don't know. That's that's your whole day. <laughs> you, well, every time you walk by the bathroom, do you think about it? Do might as well go. Might as well go. I'm about to sit down, so I might as well yeah. do it before I sit yeah. down. Yeah. That is good. Water's that delicious. That is good water. Water's delicious. Yeah. I love water. I know I have friends that don't, they tell me they don't drink water. I never drink water. And I mean, I've been doing it for the past year, like trying to, it's hard. I cannot do it. But I mean, man, when you want it, it's, and, and I, I've started being able to feel the sodas and the stuff that dehydrates you. And you can feel coffee, like mm -hmm. this kind of, you can just be like afterwards, like, I mean, that just felt like it sucked so much out yeah, of me. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I understand it. I get, I get needing it. I only drink water and black coffee. That's what I like. And when I would have cigars, I haven't had cigars in a month. I would have a like a ginger ale. Mm -hmm. Nicotine-free right now. Oh, yeah? It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a little more intense, but it feels good. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's where the bat house stuff is yes. coming from. Yes. I'm already looking for stuff to find interesting. <laughs> no. Well, we're on episode 175. You said find stuff that's silly. I love yeah. it. So, yeah. I, I like love it. About the, uh, the first flushing toilet was invented by a poet. Thomas Crapper. Wasn't that his name? He's the guy who... <laughs> I swear to God, that's his name. Well, I was getting to him next, but he's the guy who really refined the toilet, but he wasn't the inventor. <laughs> he, okay. He brought it into a different league. He the liked... last name Crapper faded away shortly after that. Well, I mean... No, I think... Well, was it a, was it used that way before him? I think I think it, I think we're paying homage to him. That's what I'm saying. Like, use the, word. the last name. Oh, but you, yeah, they yeah, stopped using yeah, it. They're yeah, they're like, we're going to go ahead and change this. Well, he is like... The, yeah, he refined it. He ran a plumbing company in England, 
and he made it a lot better. And there's legend that World War II soldiers from America saw the signs everywhere and say, I'm going to go use the crapper. And that's how that came about. Oh, but I don't know if that's true or not. I saw crapper plumbing signs yeah. all over, all over England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the guy, John Harrington, who's He's probably like, well, that's not, it's like a mix of good and bad for business where you're like, you people are aware of your business, but then you're also being like, that's not the best word to yeah. have associated with your business. But maybe back then it was not associated at all bad. Yeah, I think it was just but a now name. crap has got to be a yeah. real bad. Thing. Yeah, that's what I think. You're you're like uh, you're crapper. You invented it, and then they start calling it a crapper, and then you're like, oh, I don't want my last name to be this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he held nine patents, three of them for water closet improvements, such as the float. Okay, yeah. <laughs> a lot of this terminology is pretty wild. He in- improved the S bend plumbing trap in 1880 by inventing the U bend. I mean, this guy, you trying the to downplay his involvement, Brian, but this guy this he revolutionized guy was, the he revolutionized. That's a good word. Yeah. For it. Yeah. 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 Well, I think they put his parents name, his parent, I guess he had one parent, uh, Charles Crapper, old Chuck Crapper. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but why would they only put one parent? And then they Man, go, I don't know. And then, it, and I feel like his name is like, you're like, what? You know, I feel like Wikipedia's like Thomas Crapper. And then, and everybody's going to be like, well, who's, who is Look, that? His wife kept her maiden name. Yeah. His spouse is Maria Green. That's why you don't see his mom. Maria oh, Green, yeah. Green Crapper. His, oh, so maybe that Crapper name went down quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. His, his father, Charles, was a sailor. He was he was apprenticed to his brother George. I mean, there's no talk of his mom. I guess they don't know. Maybe she yeah. might have not wanted to be a part of this. In 1904, Crapper retired, <laughs> passing the firm to his nephew George Crapper <laughs> and his business partner Robert Marr Wareham. That's a tough name too. Oh yeah, like Wareham. Like it's not. You know, it's like you you would hope it'd be like a cool name to be yeah. like. All right, offset it. Uh, well, come on down to Crapper and Wareham's. Uh, <laughs> Can't crap them, wear them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got on down here. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's tough, man. And, and yeah, but I, I think you got to put his dad's name in there just because you're like you almost believe it. It almost has to show you. I wonder if they do it because it has to show you that this person's real. Yeah. Because you'd be like, they're making this up, and then that's all they got to do. You go, they're not making it up. His dad's name was Charles Crapper. That also could be made up. Yeah. But it's but in your head, you're like, well, if he had a dad named Charles <laughs> Crapper, then I bet Thomas is that too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it was World War One soldiers. Excuse me. That's okay. Um, but back to John Harrington, who was a poet, and he was the godson of Queen Elizabeth I. And he wrote some risque poems, so they banished him from the court. And during his exile, this is in the 1500s, he built a house and devised and installed the first flushing toilet. He called it the Ajax. And then eventually Queen Elizabeth forgave him and visited his house. And he showed her his new invention and she tried it out. And she liked it so much, she ordered one for herself. And when you say you're going to the John, it's because of John Whoa. Harrington. Oh, man. And Porta John. Oh, Porta John. Yeah. yeah there he, you go. This guy really, really made a splash. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so this was invented in the 1500s and yeah. it wasn't until tom 
Thomas Crapper came along that it really got revolutionized. Yeah, 400 years. Yeah, it took 400 years to really take it to the mainstream. Yeah, maybe people didn't really worry. I mean, we couldn't get word around back then. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, I mean, what a different time. This guy was exiled for writing risque poems. Risque poems. Imagine caring that much about a poem. Yeah. I mean, mm. kick somebody out of society for the one. original cancel culture back then. Oh, man. I'd like to see these poems. Now, I feel like one of our early podcasts, we were talking about what's the greatest invention. And was it you that said the toilet or was it Nate? And you said air conditioning. No, oh, I've always been an air conditioning yeah. fan. Okay. Yeah, I think we debated over which one was more important. Yeah. If you're living in the South, it's tough to debate the AC thing. Because I always thought, why would people live? Why would they settle up in Minnesota and Wisconsin with it being so cold? But it, then I realized, like, before the air conditioner, why uh, would you settle down South? Yeah. A lot of them didn't until until the AC. Yeah. If you track, like, population growth in the South, it's after air conditioning. Central air got used. That's when they really started taking yeah. off. Yeah. Because you could actually live down here comfortably. Couldn't do that for a long time. Yeah, yeah, man, that is crazy. brutal. Yeah, that would make sense. You're like, you got to go somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah, somewhere yeah. in the middle. My grandmother didn't have air conditioner in her house in like the 90s in, in Alabama. Oh, my God. We would go to visit her and you just have the windows <laughs> open with an oscillating fan. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. Didn't you say your dad had an outhouse? Yeah, when he was growing up. Yeah. I can remember outhouse at my church. When I was a kid. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So if you had to use the restroom during service, it was outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to encourage people to not go to the bathroom during the service. Yeah, I didn't yeah. go very often. Yeah. I mean, this was, yeah, it was the 80s. I'd actually be a fan. If you could have a really nice outhouse, yeah. it maybe should be separated from the house a bit. Like mm -hmm. a little air-conditioned shed out there. <laughs> I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> And well, your neighbors watching, watching you walk out <laughs> to the middle of the yard with a newspaper. <laughs> and the whole neighborhood is like, oh, boy. <laughs> Get the kids. Get the kids. He goes, we're about to hear some <laughs> screaming going on. It's a little earlier than usual. He must have got into something. <laughs> <laughs> going out with a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want it separate. I mean, yeah, your family might want it separated, but I mean, you don't need to put that on everybody. Your old these people in the neighborhood just see you. You got your open bathrobe, <laughs> newspaper, horse with no name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Every morning yeah. you hear that playing as you're walking yeah. out. As you're walking out, walking down there, Bill. How you doing? He's walking to his. I mean, just. I think people are too comfortable in a bathroom. I do I'm think. Not, I, I don't like it. What do you mean? I, that I'm, should be the place where you're the most comfortable, though, right? I mean. No, I'm the least comfortable. Are you talking about a public bathroom? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. They meant like your own bathroom. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, public bathroom, I feel, I, mean, I feel like people are too comfortable yeah. in it. And it's like. Well, what do you like, see them doing in there? I mean, just, I mean, just acting like they're at their house yeah. or like that no one exists. And you're, you know, because especially with men. Because men have got this, like, kind of like, you know, this is what we're doing. We're mm -hmm. not, who cares what we are? Right. And you, and you just have that, like, oh, let's just be normal for two seconds. You know, just kind of keep to yourself. Don't be a problem. Or don't be, like, you know. 
you know, I read a list of bathroom, public bathroom etiquette, and most of them was just don't talk to anybody, no matter what, mm-hmm. not at the sink, whatever, just yeah. get out before yeah. you talk. In and out. In and out. Yeah. Even if you know them, just don't talk to them while you're in there. Yeah. Now, which, which stall and which urinal do you think would be the cleanest? The middle one. Uh, hmm. I'll tell you, I think it'd be the the one closest to the entrance and the exit because I bet that I think I've, I think I've looked into this at one point when you, when you want privacy, you're going to go as far away from the door as possible. So I imagine that's going to be the dirtiest one and it's going to get cleaner the closer you get to the entrance. Yeah. I could see that closest and yeah. that one's going to get cleaned the most. Yeah. It's the first one. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, see, I would think the middle one, except especially if there's three, I guess if there's three urinals, like you don't want to walk up to the middle one. No. So I would think that one would be the one that would get you used got, the least. Oh, you're going to have, and you know, what's funny is like everybody listening to this cause you're going to mess me up too now. Uh, now I'm going to, cause I would always go, I would go farthest away cause I'm just trying to mm-hmm. be in a corner for alone. a urinal or a, Every, I mean, yeah. everything. You're yeah. talking about a urinal? Both. Both. Yeah, anything and everything you're trying to just be. Because, I mean, when you're up there in the front, it's you're you're in the, the high traffic zone. Yeah. You're in the, the mix of The it. mix of it. Yeah. But you're going to, for someone like me now, you're going to go to a public bathroom. Like, I'm going to end up being at the front of the urinal. And yeah, I think a lot of people listening will end up, you just got in our head enough just saying that, that you're going to be at the first one. You can see a lot of like, hello, folks, at the first <laughs> urinal. Oh, yeah. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I'm not really. And then the other, and then the guy goes, "You're not supposed to talk in here." You're not concerned about the cleanliness of a urinal, though. Necessarily, you're not touching no, the nah. urinal. Uh, well, you 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 will notice the cleanliness of like the ground in front of the urinal, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen yeah, some, that's I've true. seen some nightmares, man. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some bad bathrooms. Would you say that was a an unsafe urinal? <laughs> I felt unsafe at the yeah. urinal before, yeah. <laughs> for sure. What man. about bars? I used to go to bars where they would just have troughs. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, oh, I, I hate the trough. Yeah, I think that's still in Europe. I think they have a lot of them. Like yeah. That. I couldn't do it. I hate the trough. Yeah, I don't. I just don't understand it. You like, you know. I think Vanderbilt. But maybe these people don't have bathrooms for Royal Toilet Day because there's people we haven't even moved from troughs. Yeah. <laughs> so now that I think about it, I might be like, you know what? Maybe I'll give them money because I don't know. It, like that does make sense. You're because it's not like you know every like a house has totos or whatever those fancy bath toilets are or whatever. It's like the ones that totos? lift up. I think it's called a toto. I don't know that. It's no. the. Uh, uh, it's the it, it's like a bidet and it's got like all kinds of Toto toilets. Yeah, what? and it's like it's automatic. Like you walk to the door and it's like automatic. Oh, they open up for you. Yeah, I mean some of them, you know, like the <laughs> that one that says it's got a tornado flush. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? <laughs> that's what uh, you got. Know, what kind of flush you got? Uh, I got a tornado flush. High power. Yeah, you got. Bookmark this real quick. Yeah, it's an unsafe toilet. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. It's like that. F four. That one on the left. That one on the left. It's uh, uh, okay. with tornado flush. E- uh, an elongated bidet. Yeah. Dual flush with tornado flush seat included. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, for you a thousand bucks. But separate. it'll be like, the thing will be heated. It'll be, when you walk up to heated. it, it would just wait. Have you so, ever wanted heated? Have you ever sat on one of those? I've been in a hotel. No. That, if, I've had a, been in a hotel that had them. It's it's not bad. 
A heated seat, though? It's nice. I like a heated if it if I know it's not heated by the person that was <laughs> just in there before me. Well, <laughs> that's what, that, what do you think is in there? They got just a guy. That's part of Toto's plan. Is yeah, it's like, gotta, it comes you with get, a guy. You got to you 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 wipe and you walk in your own bathroom at home. You got to go. <clears throat> and then he gets up and goes, ready to go, chief. <laughs> His legs are asleep legs all the time. <laughs> I used to walk around. It's a guy warming it up in your own home. That's how much money you got. You go. That was probably the rich, maybe the kings and queens of yeah. old times. Mm-hmm. Thought I wanted. They go. So I pay a guy to sit on the seat. They call him the the John. Yeah, yeah they, he sits on the John <laughs> to warm it up. And maybe I it comes from in, Thomas. I go, <clears throat> Thomas Crapper. Toto. Yeah. Tom. Tom. <laughs> Tornado, I need that tornado flush, man. <laughs> yeah. That's like you're it's you like go, what's uh, going on? You go, you know what's going on. <laughs> There's no I mean, I bet the guy that walks in for a tornado flush, there I yeah. bet they go, let's just show him the tornado flush. <laughs> like, let's not even you I bet people that sell toilets. I I honestly think that they could see some walk up and they go, I'm not even gonna introduce the like economical flush to no, this guy. No, no, no. This this is this is like, hey, we mean, I mean business. It's like Kramer, the low flow shower. Yeah. The one for the circus elephants. Yeah. Yeah. He just can't handle that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, there's people that are like, I want it, you know. <laughs> it's just so funny. Is and, there an example of it flushing? I want, it, I want it to sound like a, a train. A tornado flush? I don't know if we need to see an example. I mean, I, I think it's, I think anything Kaboom. and everything. It's just a giant. Power yeah. gets knocked out. <laughs> see the, the lights flicker in the neighborhood yeah. Aaron comes out <laughs> shakes his shoulders off of his it's in the middle of the yard <laughs> he goes, it's a good day he goes, good day to vote by stretching out there in your yard that you go yeah that's why I got it away from the family they don't need to see I got two kids up there running around they don't need to be a part of what's going on down here <laughs> Well, you mentioned b- bidets. They're finally starting to take off in America, apparently. 6% of people already have bidets in their bathroom. What percentage? 6%. Oh, uh, okay. I don't yeah, know anyone. about what I thought. Do you know someone who's had one? People talk about them a lot. And people are very uh, I think they arrogant talk about, about them. Yeah, but they talk about that thing. Because it's that. It's got... Uh, honestly, where I heard it, I remember like a long time ago, I think, hearing Howard Stern talk about having one. And this was like forever ago. That's the only reason I ever even heard about it. And then I, you see, there could be some hotels that are nice that have that have them. Uh, but it's it's like I think when he like people just it's heated. It like when you walk up to it, I mean, it might both might raise up. You know, oh. you can wave it. You're not touching really. You know, it's like that's the whole. You know, yeah. That's a good Christmas gift. Thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. Tornado flush. <laughs> tornado. You go. Oh, I appreciate it, man. But he goes. I didn't. I didn't do the tornado flush. It's just so expensive. You go. Yeah, of course. And then you're like, that's I all guess I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, all right. I guess I'll put it in my guest bathroom. <laughs> We're never going to use it because I need. I need that power. Is there more power than a tornado flush? They have like a hurricane flush. Uh, oh man, tornado is actually more powerful than a hurricane. Is it faster speeds? Well, yeah. New York's. New York's, I mean, because you would, I mean, we had like a, in our apartment in New York, the bathroom was like a one you'd see at a public, you know, park. Yeah. Like it was, it has that metal, oh, that yeah. little metal oh, pole okay. yeah. that you kick with your foot. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was our like normal bathroom. Oh, man. 
But is those flush are yeah. unreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that yeah, you tankless. Just, is that what it is? Yeah, you Yours didn't have, have a, the thing on the back, did yeah, it? Oh, tankless, no. yeah. Yeah, it was tankless. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, just just noticed that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not that bad. That's yeah. the first thing I noticed when you come to your house. I'm like, there's yeah. nothing back here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never thought about that. That seems most efficient. Yeah. You hear some flushes and you're four blocks over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, people are switching to bidets because they say it's uh, more hygienic and it cuts down on toilet paper cost and just helps the environment. Toilet paper also, I've had heard, has bad chemicals in it. Mm-hmm. And that part of your body is very absorbent. So you take in these bad chemicals. Mm. What, what kind of bad chemicals? I don't know. Just dyes and bleaches. Well, and- dyes. It's just white, right? Do they dye it white? Toilet paper's dyed white? There's other chemicals. Yeah, it's bleached. Oh. Can you do, get a different color toilet paper? Well, you can buy um, uh, bamboo toilet paper, and it's not supposed to have that in there. Bamboo toilet paper. What color yeah. is it? It's, it's still white, but it's... Bambooish white? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little off-white. Yeah. Maybe. 100% renewable and sustainable bamboo. I've been buying bamboo toilet paper. Biodegradable and plays well with most septic tanks. It's a weird way of phrasing that. Yeah. You have a 50-50 shot. So, yeah. I'm saying if it plays well with septic tanks, <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's like being like, yeah, it, it could works, anything, it not really. works. Yeah, it plays well with it. Yeah. Yeah. I've never even heard of this, Dusty. Do you do this, Dusty? Yeah. Not this brand, but Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got into it because I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to not take in a lot of chemicals. I don't know what's going on out here, but I'm trying to be chemical-free out here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says, how does it feel? And it says, it feels much better on your conscience. So that tells me it doesn't feel It's not great. as soft. It's tough. Okay. It's yeah. not as soft. Yeah, it's tough. Splinters? N- not that hard. I yeah. mean, it's better than cheap toilet paper, but it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not like, like Charmin. <laughs> it's like the back of a loofah. Like <laughs> yeah. that, it's not the bottom. Like one that goes on your hand, you're like, it's not the bottom. It feels like the back where you can still feel. You can still tell that it's a loofah, <laughs> and you're like, well, that's not that comfortable. You go, yeah, yeah, but it's better than the other side. <laughs> that's what their whole message is. Is go, is it that bad? You go, we're definitely happy we were not some other things. <laughs> and you're like, okay, it's like healthy food where you're like you're eating and you're like, I wish it tastes as good as unhealthy food. Yeah, but yeah. it's better for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that kind of thing where you're like. I wish this were chocolate, but. Well, I can't think of a good segue, but uh, Nate, you want to tell us about Aura? Aura. Aura, we have one right here. Can you hold it up? It's the perfect gift. can be really hard sometimes. Uh, This is why Aura frames. This is a great gift for uh, a lot of families and holidays coming up. Very clear picture. So, yeah, it's a great, like, you know, it just rotates. Uh, Laura's got, I think, two pictures in here. Uh, we haven't loaded it up, but it's, you know, you know, what's funny is I saw this today, uh, downstairs and I didn't even think any, like, I, I didn't realize that, that this is what this was. And I was looking at it and I really did think, you know what, even like, what if you had a, I, I, it's so funny that in my head, I was like, what if you got a bigger frame too? And you had it like just alternating pictures. Yeah. Cause it's like, it is nice to see pictures. And that's why this frame is good. I mean, I'm not saying if you, you need this size is perfect, but uploading the photos and they're changing, that does make your family photos very, very fun. 
These are this is really easy too because you just do it on an app. You don't have to load it in the frame yeah. itself. It's just right. on an app. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's super. Yeah, it is. It is. It's one. This is uh, one of those things that I think someone gives you and you're like, I don't. You know, I'm never going to use it. But then if you ever, if you got into how easy it was, you would be like. Oh, I would use this. I would use it actually all the time. Well, what's great about it, we gave one of these to my mom and we can upload it from our home photos oh. of our granddaughter. So oh, she doesn't yeah. have to do anything. Oh, She's that's awesome. Looking at it, there's I new mean, photos that's there. crazy. I yeah. didn't never thought about that, but that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. My, you, yeah, that's a great grandparent gift. Yeah. And, like, and you just go work and you could update it like you're updating Facebook. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my wife likes to put up frames around, uh, pictures around the house to whoever is visiting. So it kind of looks like we always have those up, but it's like, you know, and that, yeah. this makes it super easy. It's yeah. like what OJ did during the trial, right? He changed all the pictures in his house. Oh, okay. I didn't know oh. that. To, to make the jury like him a little more. Oh, and you can do so OJ can, could oh, have wow. used one of these. Yeah, it's, yeah. Got a, it's got a thing on the top that you Oh, I didn't even know about swipe. that. Yeah. So like you could keep going. We just have two pictures up a little bit. Uh, all right. Make holiday shopping better. Uh, from now through Black Friday and Cyber Monday, visit Aura Frames, A-U-R-A frames.com and get $40 off their best-selling Carver matte frame with the code Nate. This is their best deal of the year, so get yours now. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com with the promo code Nate. Terms and conditions apply. All right. The uh, Hermitage Hotel men's bathroom was named the best restroom in America in 2009. Uh, wow. By whom? Just like a guy? Some, some yeah. uh, I don't know, some more to say. And then the Nashville Zoo men and women's bathroom were named best bathroom in america those are wow they're actually great what's special about them just cleanliness they like have space no no the ones outside the thing they have a snake in the men's in the men's they have a snake but I don't that know, they snake have loves ones. it but they it's have a like golden a, python yeah so you go you go to the urinal and then you're just looking at a snake and the snake smells with its tongue so you know it yeah. loves it yeah <laughs> And then the women's, <laughs> I uh, see his, his tongue go. <laughs> he sees he's, he sees the guy go in the stall. You see him. He sucks his tongue up. <laughs> wait yeah. till he wait till he goes. <laughs> uh, and then the women's, it's a uh, six cotton top tamarins, whatever that is, uh, critically endangered primate species. Yeah, it's it's really really it's an awesome. Uh, yeah, that is it is an awesome. One. First time wow. I go in there too. You send someone in there. Everybody's you live in Nashville. You go to the National Zoo. National Zoo is is a great zoo, and uh, but in, it's right before you. This this bathroom specifically is right before you go through the entrance. Uh, so it's by the gift shop, and you know, like when you leave the gift shop, it's right there. But you, if you can tell someone to go in there, just follow them into the urinal. And then just uh, kind of keep them talking and then just like don't really say anything. Because I mean, first time I went in there, or you could just let them go in there and see what happens. First time I went in there, I mean, I I, I, I was like, oh, <laughs> like you just don't, I don't know that that's going to be there. So you just get, you know, you just kind of, you're looking down in the bathroom, you go to the urinal and then you just kind of look up. And I mean, there's just a snake right there and you're like, oh. Gosh, when you don't oh, know it. Yeah. Very fun when you don't know. Especially at the zoo, point. you think maybe it got out. I don't think you want to be, I don't think you want this, you don't want to be listed on this thing. I'd imagine. What do you mean? Why? I, it's best I, bathroom? Yeah, like I, I think it's like, I don't know, you want a lot of people reading about where the best, best bathroom is? Like as an article? Maybe, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean. 
I don't know, man. Like it's I, good in the, in 2019. LaGuardia Airport was nominated for best restaurant yeah. in America. That's good to know. From you know, I know that's what around. I mean. That's a, they, it's a slippery <laughs> slope of like it's good to know to then you're not you, you know then you fall off. I your, get it. You almost don't want to tell people how many people how many of these people have been on multiple lists. Like you know, are they doing it back to back to back to back? Well, I, I mean, I think you're just going and you get pounded and you're like. Off 65, though, one, I think it's 65. Uh, there's a place that advertises the best, uh, you know, best restroom on the interstate. Yeah. You know, well, so yeah, Bucky's does gas, that, too. Yeah. That, yes. So that's like, a gas get you in here and then get you to buy What'd you say? That's what Bucky's oh, does. Oh, yeah. Bucky's yeah. is known for that. Yeah, but the, that's the point of them mm-hmm. is, is the, you're, you're advertising that to the driver. This... A lot of these airports, I can see it. Are you saying Bucky's and the New Museum of Contemporary Art in New York City have different business goals? Uh, <laughs> yes. So I would think if you're the New Museum of Contemporary Art, I'd think, which I guess you got to buy a ticket to get into that bathroom. Right. So maybe they're like, yeah, that that's yeah. enough to fend you off. But if any of this stuff is free to get Yeah, maybe into, the Natick Mall. Yeah, like the National Zoo. Know. Yeah. <laughs> you got to buy a ticket to get in there. Not to use that bathroom. Well, I don't... Yeah, but I think they do charge. You do have to pay your show something to pay to park or something. Or yeah, they charge yeah. you to park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, seventy-five percent people admit using their phones in the bathroom. I think that's low. That's so. The other twenty-five oh, percent are in their eighties and nineties. I guess. I thought you said met using their phones. Admit to admit using you, their phones. They met. I was, like, using- I was like, what? Well, then you just say. Well, that's why they, I think they say admit because they go. It's a hundred percent, but. Mm-hmm. Would somebody be ashamed of doing that and, I think and so. not admit to it? I, yeah, I mean, you, you got to. When people are getting asked these questions, they're just coming out of a store. They're probably coming out of a stall, and someone's like, "Did you use your phone in the bathroom?" That's how I picture these questions being asked. But you know what they say is polite. If you're if you're at dinner at a restaurant and you use the bathroom, it's polite to leave your phone at the table. Oh yeah. And so that I try to do that, but now I, I notice everybody takes their phone with them. You're gonna ruin. Okay. You're gonna mess me up. Like you get these, these are things that I can't get, but I think I've, I, I might need to get it out of my head to go live my life. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to, you know, the yeah. idea of being polite about everything is over. I, I think. Is it already sitting there? Or you let's take it out like of your pocket and put let's it Let's say the like it's on the, cause most people when they're at a restaurant, the phone's just on the table. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that most mm-hmm. people just sit on the table next to them mm-hmm. and you see, they get up and they use the bathroom, they grab their phone and put it in their pocket mm-hmm. and take it with them. Yeah. Cause you want to get caught up with your real friends. Yeah. Check in on the, what I care about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, For, but yeah, but if you're going, to, <laughs> I think it's, if you come right back, I don't think no one ever thinks about it. I mean, I think if you're gone for <laughs> half hour, if you're gone for a good 25, 30 minutes, like appetizers, <laughs> they're cleaning the appetizers off the plate. I think that probably put a little people at worry. Yeah. So I think if you're if you're just going and then coming right back, like you're probably just grabbing your phone because you're like, I don't want someone to steal my phone or right. I don't want, yeah. you know, whatever reason. But even that's a a knock on who you're with. You're eating with other people. No, yeah, you know, I know. I but I want it, y'all to take my phone while I'm gone. Well, are they going to watch your phone? I mean, that's well, not too much of an ask if you're at a table this big and you're just sitting there. Yeah, you know? but I mean, if if you got if you're yeah if you're at this if it's me and you. And we're sitting there. But I mean, at A, someone's probably not using your phone. But if you had a big group table at a restaurant where it's a little dark and you got your phone sitting there, someone could be like, where's my phone? You're like, I don't know, dude. And right. I didn't realize someone, and they just went and grabbed a $2,000 thing from someone. So you could be like, I'll That's just fair. keep it on me. Yeah, it's That's too valuable. some of it, you probably, when you walk, yeah, they're so valuable. I mean, they're so expensive. Yeah. And so now when you come back, 
you, I think you, you do get it to check your, it, it's, it's probably polite to leave the table. You check, you know, you got any texts that you need to send or whatever. Then you go pee. You just don't be gone. Long. But I think if, you, if you're gone where it's like, Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's when I when I got to do that, I'd come back and say, sorry, guys, I was on my phone the whole time. <laughs> I know, that's what yeah. I want them to think, that I was on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do anything in there. Just yeah. on my phone. My bad. Just Ugh, standing at business, the urinal. Yeah, just, yeah, had business deals going on. Yeah. <laughs> I go, you should just walk back and go, it's noon in Sydney. <laughs> that would be good. Markets are open. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, busiest day of the year for plumbers. I mentioned this before. Day after Thanksgiving. Wow, <laughs> the that's comment. the grossest statistic see, ever. I know. I just see the plumber industry just like the stretch, and they're like, <laughs> they go, he goes, uh, "What do y'all do for Thanksgiving?" He goes, "I'm, leave, I'm turning my phone off on Friday. <laughs> we're gonna be." They call it Brown Friday. Yeah. Oh, do gross. they? Yeah, they do. Oh. But the number one reason is not even that. It's it's like. Food and chicken grease and st- or turkey grease has been put clogged down the garbage disposal. That's the number one reason plumbers are. Dry. That's what I would tell the plumber on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I poured chicken grease and down then the they toilet. Show up and you, hey, while you're here, <laughs> <laughs> I would tell him that. Toilet's too. clogged. You go, yeah, yeah. It's like the sink. I might have you look at one more thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while I got you, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, only 80% of people wash their hands after using the toilet. I get that. <laughs> that seems high, right? Yeah. 30% say, uh, they only 30% use soap and only 5% wash for the recommended 15 seconds. I think everybody would do hand sanitizer. Yeah. If you just said have hand sanitizer in there, everybody at public, right? Like, it's just like what, like when you, a sink, it's like, it's there, you wait in line to do, it's like a whole thing. If you have if you have those hand sanitizers, every I mean everybody that's the easiest thing you could ever do in your world. And I I mean I use hand sanitizers all the time, like out in uh, when you're uh-huh. out. It's I mean so much easier. But I don't know. Is it meant to do the same thing washing your hands does? I don't think they're meant think to substitute is. for each other. I think they are. It kills ninety nine percent of the germs. What else? If it's not, then it's been a lie. Hmm. What's it supposed to do? Just knock it back I a little just bit? just rub it on your pants. <laughs> What's the point of it? Just Kill the smell? It goes, yeah. But it feels like you're just rubbing it's things like, in, it's right? It's like lighting a candle. Where you're like, no, you still saw something went on. You lit a match. <laughs> you, go, you go, well, something happened. I'm smelling a match. I've never smelled. I, I don't smell a match anywhere in my life except right here. And then, you know, so what happened in here? Nothing. I got I accidentally started a fire. A match. <laughs> yeah. I blew it out. You yeah. Go, All right. If anything, I put out a fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, growing. I remember growing up, you'd see. I remember seeing that a lot. Matchboxes on the yeah in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. That's just a ton of love. Mm-hmm. You would see. Oh yeah, yeah. Match still in the toilet. I've oh seen that. yeah, I've yeah. seen that too. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty, do you get a farmer's almanac? Yeah, I do have. A, well, I don't get it every time. I do have one right now. Does it have a little hole in it in the top left corner? I don't know. Ooh, Supposedly that? that's uh, famous because people in outhouses would hang it up for reading purposes or use it for toilet paper, and they just they started nailing it to the wall. So now the farmer's almanac just puts the hole in it. So you don't have to nail it. Wow. Whoa. They still do it? I mean, that's why I was asking Dusty, because he's the only person I know to get a farmer's I did get one, but I don't remember if it had a hole or not. 
Mm-hmm. I can report back to you, but yeah. the podcast won't be out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anybody have an opinion on the correct way to hang toilet paper? Yeah, over the front. Yeah, where where yeah, it I comes so, down, too. not over the back. Yes. Yeah. I I n- I've never thought I, I saw, would have an opinion about that, but it does bother me. You know where I saw that to do it was uh was that TV show Mom that that had that Mama's Mama's Family? Yeah, she had With the, the hair. Arts? Yeah. I I remember watching that episode as a kid and she went on a thing, a rant about it. And she said, you're supposed to have the toilet paper hanging over the top. And that has stuck with me. I think about that yeah. scene <laughs> to this day. Come in the front so you can, you know, you can just kind of, yeah, it's so much better that I way. I mean, it's just 75%. Yeah, I don't think it's even going to be a thing. I mean, it was just a line. It's just in a, like a kind of throwaway. Yeah, do you know moment? Mama's Family? Never heard Type of it. Type in Mama's Family. The I used to watch that a little bit. Oh, yeah. TV show? Yeah. Big for me as a kid. Mama's Family. Yeah. yeah it was Vicky great. Lawrence as Mama. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, they used to talk just, about her all the time. Oh, yeah, you know, they dressed great. her up it's to look older. Spinoff from Such the a Carol Burnett show. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Renard got his what the from that show. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, man. What What's the? this? Renard's kind of catch for it. Renard Hurst's yeah. catch was what the? Yeah. He says that. And he said he got it from an episode of Mama's Family. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would not have been the show, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. It says 75% for like over. To me, that seems low. I don't know anybody that likes it under. But Ann Landers, who's a vice columnist, said do it under. And she got more uh, letters about it than any advice column she ever wrote. 15,000 letters. I don't Jeez. think people like it. Under, I think the twenty five percent don't even think about it. Mm. Yo, yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. which the, is probably how you should live. Here is the under position <laughs> argument. Yeah, 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 yeah. they probably yeah. enjoy their. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're probably happier. They enjoy yeah. their life more. Yeah. yeah, the under position argument is it's more tidy, uh, looks better than the over that way. Reduce the risk of a toddler or a pet, like a cat, unrolling the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. That's actually it's actually that's a, a great argument. It's a better point than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Maybe we just don't let animals inside, though. That's a good well, you said well kids I don't too. I don't really think it's the animals. <laughs> I think it's I I don't think of animals doing. it. I think kids doing it. But if you have cats young thing, a cat a cat can get up there and okay, yeah. I could see a cat. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, yeah, I mean a kid though. That's I mean you can see that's actually you know because cat we just got. Well, it it just loves the toilet. It just jumps in the toilet if you leave the bathroom open. Like it in sits it. in. It, it gets ju- wet. Jumps in there. Yeah, it loves water. Which one? The one. The one that Abigail found for yeah. us. Yeah, it loves water. It'll jump in the shower with you if, if you leave the bathroom door open. It'll it jump wet? in the toilet. I thought they didn't like to get wet. That's what's so odd about it. This thing loves water. If you leave the sink dripping, it'll jump in the sink and just stand under it. And we're giving it water to drink. <laughs> it's, not, it's not dehydrated. We're giving it. You're help. drinking all the water. It's got all the water at once in a bowl right there on the ground, but it'll just jump in the toilet. It doesn't lay in the bowl of water? No, it, it, it doesn't care about the bowl of water at all. It just wants the toilet water. What do you give a cat? Bowl? Do you give them milk? Bowl. No, not milk. Just water. Yeah, I've always been confused. But if, I, if someone gave me a cat today and we didn't have this conversation. Mm-hmm. You might have given them milk? I'd I might. Have, I would have probably looked up. Yeah. What to give? If it you gave it milk, it'd probably be a, a good day for that cat. I bet they like it. But day to day, give it some water. You know. Do you, you ever two, give it milk? Do you have no. t- two bowls, or they share a bowl? Uh, they share a bowl of water. Mm-hmm. Put food in different bowls mm-hmm. for them. But it's just it's a mess at this point. They're eating each other's food. It's just it's a. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's a real situation. Yeah, it's tough to talk about. That's why you put that outhouse out in the yard. Yeah, yeah. Keep the so cat can, out. So you can have some peace. Yeah. Peace, peace and quiet. And quiet. I can't handle all the ruckus the in sad, there, dude. Got two sad, cats. Sad day of you going out to your yard, you seeing that cat in there, and you're like, oh, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Lucy! <laughs> all right. Is that good? Yeah. Uh, Awesome. All right, everybody. Bathroom, we did, you know, we did some work. We had to work at it. That was a pretty good one. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, fun. I mean, it did end up being, I should have known 100% toilet pretty much, but that's the fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's head news. Yeah. That's headline news right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, have, uh, Thanksgiving's this week. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family and hanging out with all your family. Uh, that's the best thing you can do. Uh I don't, you know, I'm going to Evans after that, Atlanta, finishing the year out uh, somewhere, and then, yeah, whatever. And then, yeah. Did everybody call it, like, did I explain the breaks when I said I was taking a break? Mm -hmm. Everyone was very happy about it. They're oh. Very, they're very excited that you're taking some time off. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> no. I'm no. joking. <laughs> oh. I was trying to imply that they yeah. want you to stop. People oh. get it. People get it. Well, and I said that thing, they got worried, but, like, it yeah. wasn't, it was, it was literally, I just got to build yeah, some yeah, material. Yeah. I'm trying to take the... Yeah, I bet I could. I don't know. I want to yeah. see. It's all getting. You guys are coming to so many shows. It's getting crazy. It's uh, but I, I just need to be able to create the material. Is the is the is the thing. Mm -hmm. It's hard to fight with your mm -hmm. wife when you're on the road. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm home this weekend. Going yeah. To, yeah. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm doing. I'm, spend not, time with my I'm on the road. I care about my craft and oh. stuff. So. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, this weekend, I'm in Appleton, Wisconsin at Skyline Comedy Club. All right. Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Great club. I'm going Absolute to New York Wisconsin. City for Thanksgiving, and then I'm flying out day after to Appleton. That's fun. So if you're in the Wisconsin area, come see me. And then I got a big run next week, a bunch of different places. So come see me. Yeah, well, I'm off this weekend, too. But next weekend, uh, CB Live in um, Arizona. Yeah. And uh, what is that? Uh, it's Phoenix, right? Phoenix. It's Phoenix, Phoenix, but it's a little Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Yeah, great place. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Tempe at the Tempe Improv. Mm -hmm. So get some tickets. Yeah. It'll be great. All right. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you. I hope you have a great week. And see you next week. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetsy, and my wife, Laura, on the Audio Boom platform. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.